Hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode of Podcast Assemble, the show where you come for your rambling, geeky download. My name's Tommy, and I am delighted this week to be joined by a very special guest. He's a 3D VR artist, a creative director, and an all-round great bloke. Welcome to the show, David Port Beckenfeld. Thank you so much, Tommy. How are you, mate? to be here. Thank you very much. Good to have you. Good to see you in the flesh. It feels like forever we've been like messaging and trying to get this together. I know. Yeah, we finally got together. We made it happen. Got the movie <laughs> locked down. Oh, tell me out. about the movie. <laughs> yeah, I'm in my best outfit. You know, let's, yeah. I'm ready to go, man. Just for just for everyone, he is actually wearing a Romeo Must Die t-shirt, which makes me very excited. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. I'm kind of hoping we talk more about you than we do about the actual movie, though. Cause yeah, well, I'm, I'm happy to do a bit of a balance of both. Yeah, perfect. Yeah. Hey guys, look, if you want to find us everywhere, you can, we're on Spotify, we're on YouTube, we're everywhere. Hit us up uh, with a five-star review. We love it when you do. There'll also be time codes in the description so you can jump around. We'll talk a little bit about Dave first. We will then talk about some geeky stuff and then get into that main topic we were just joking about. David, let's talk about you. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> go. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding, man. So you're a 3D VR artist. That is fascinating. Yeah. How'd you get into that? So I... S- uh, like when I was a teenager, always like yeah. messing around with Photoshop, you know, very like, I don't know, creative to an extent uh, by nature. Yeah, and nice. then when I left high school, I was starting to do financial advising, which is like totally not <laughs> suitable for me. That uh, is such a rogue thing to be well, like. Jumping I, I think from I was kind of like, oh, I'll, I'll earn the amount of money I need for life and then I'll oh, pursue my passions or something. Actually, very smart. But like, I don't very know. Like, I think it's kind of like when people do like an arts degree and they're like, I don't know what I'm doing yet, but I'll work it out. That was literally me. I did, well, a, I did a degree in fine art. Not many people know that. There Probably not go. even That's our listeners. Uh, my initial degree was fine art. Okay. And I left university thinking, this is amazing. And then five years later, I was like, what am I doing? Because I just Yeah, right. Well, you have some beautiful paintings here. So. Uh, thank you. Well, this is my, this is my uh, style. This is how yeah, I... Yeah, I know. It's, it's a beautiful abstraction. I love it. I wish I, wish I could paint that well. <laughs> yeah. I mean... It takes control to get to that level of abstraction. But Absolutely. Yeah. Well, I mean, your work's fairly abstract. Yeah, it is. So I was obviously not happy with that. My mom sat me down and she's like, what would you do every day for the rest of your life if money wasn't an object? And I was like, oh, I would just like play in Photoshop and I would just make things. Yeah, wow. And she was like, well, that's what you need to do. Like, That is a good mom. I appreciate she's a great that. mom. I, I love her so much. That. Shout out to Susanna, my mom. I love her <laughs> with all my heart. Um, and... So then I, I applied for a Bachelor of Applied Design, majoring in digital media, cool. went to uni, um, met some like wonderful like friends in uni that I still work with today. Oh, awesome. Uh, and All in the creative fields? Yeah, all in the creative field, like mostly like 3D digital media oh, design fun. and art. Yeah. And um, a part of that course was 3D. I didn't quite take to it in uni. Um, yeah, okay. Later in my career, after doing a little more graphic design stuff and trying to experimenting with expressing myself artistically, mm-hmm. started to get back into 3D. Yeah, um, wow. Around 2016, GPU-based graphic cards oh, came wow. out to, to power like yeah, kind yeah. of rendering software, like particularly Octane uh, renderer. And then I got into that, and it's a lot more responsive way of working. Really beautiful, like lighting results and things like that. Yeah, that's awesome. So, and then I started kind of experimenting with like making my own art more. Uh, then like 
a year, two years after that, I the Oculus headset came out. Yeah. And I started using that and uh, it's like software that you can put on a headset. Yeah, it's fun. Hand controls and like VR sculpt, like physical kind of creations. I do like kind of ceramic looking sculptural stuff in that software. So actually, I used to work for a big tech company and we, oh, right. ha- we had one of those in the office. And then like uh, the, like yeah, the right. very original versions that were just for like, I don't know, just for big businesses or like... Was it like the Oculus dev kit? I remember having that. Pretty like, much. First came- pretty yeah, much, right. yeah. And it was fascinating. So you had the thing where you could like zoom into planets and stuff and oh man, it was so fun to play with. Yeah, sick. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, yeah, I think like you saw, obviously the Apple. I oh yeah, Apple the Vision new one, Pro yeah, thing. the one that's hideously that. expensive. <laughs> yeah, it's like three and a half thousand US. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, cool. Not going to be getting that for a good ten years. No, no. Yeah, I think it's kind of like a replacement for a computer for some people. Maybe I don't know if I'm the target demographic. Looks great. Neither. I'm sure it'll function well. Saying that though, you know what's funny? Just the other day, me and me and the partner were talking about this, and I was looking. You can still find google glass out there in some places do you remember them glasses oh, that google yeah. made i would yeah. love to have that it's only like a grand as well i was like should i i wonder I? What, how functional the experience is though probably like, is awful it, at this point yeah because they're, they're like old now right wi-fi enabled was it it must have been maybe it has a sim card or something yeah probably probably like that. an apple watch situation, probably that but. yeah I was really like taken by your work because obviously I, I saw I saw you at a presentation effectively and yeah, and just how cinematic a lot of it is. Yeah, like, I know. It, I appreciate it, that. And it, it really sparked the synapses in my brain. I was thinking like this has like so many links to the type of stuff we talk to in like just like a really heady, abstract, creative way. Yeah, totally. And like it's interesting to know like especially like with like kind of like the writers, you know, the creative strike in America. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like. The create 3D VFX, like post production, like all of that stuff is so pivotal to completely a, a film, uh, and like uh, you know the things that we love to watch, and um, there it's it's such a bigger part than some people realize, oh, and the yeah. amount of work involved is crazy. Oh, yeah. um, well, like I was talking to someone uh, in the industry just the other day, and they were telling me. I mean, everyone probably knows this, but like every single actor in Hollywood has some smoothing done, regardless of age. Oh, really? Like even if they're young, even if they're like super young, or all the way up to like a Tom Cruise. We yeah, were, yeah, yeah. We were talking about Mission Impossible, the new one, just last week on the yeah. pod. Shout out to that episode. And I was saying like Tom Cruise starting to look his age, yeah. which he is. But if you see him in the movie versus what he looks like on the red carpet. Sometimes you see them in an interview and you're like, they didn't look that old in the movie. Exactly. I tell you what, Chris Pine. I don't know how he does it. He looks exactly the same in both. And I just have a massive man crush on Chris Pine. Yeah, yeah. I mean, fair. <laughs> he, he, he's cool, yeah. He's a cool bloke. Yeah. Um, but I can see the similarities between like yeah, what so, you do and... No, totally. And like even some things that I do that I like, they take like a significant amount of time to produce. It's me by myself. I, yeah. I look at a film and I go like, wow, the amount of effort and time and yeah. team, resources, budget tools crazy Jump, i'm jumping ahead questions here but have you ever been tempted to get into sort of cinema and um i well to me like a film in its in as a whole yeah. is like the ultimate like compendium of creative works it's like right yeah, yeah. writing it's yeah, yeah. um dop it's uh, photography it's 3d it's post-production it's directing yeah. there's producers like it, it is everything that is creative in one's like Absolutely. package, right? Yeah. Um, but then at the same time, it's like sometimes um, when you love something, if you make that your job, it's a bit of a dangerous thing. Like, yeah, I agree. Uh, and 
I also like having kind of the creative agency over like the things that I output rather than being part of like being one cog in like a machine. Sure. Like it, it would be very like kind of um, uh, very rewarding to be, to know you're part of such an incredible production. Sure. But I like to be able to have an idea in the morning and I've executed it by like the afternoon or like the next day. It can be day. that fast. Some of your artwork. Wow. Yeah. Some, some of it. Insane. Yeah. Like it, like, Jamming it to a point and getting the idea from my head onto paper. Sure. Um, and maybe like some of the things you're talking about with like my art being like having a cinematic quality. Like I really like slow animation and like Absolutely, yeah. things that kind of take time to view. Uh, very John Woo. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, exactly. Uh, very un-Woo. Uh, but yeah, like uh, I think, I don't know. I, I kind of like having my own like um, ability to be reactive like that. Well, was yeah. Nice. Um, and I also do like a lot of design projects. I have a, my own creative studio as well that I operate yep. outside of my art um, with two friends called Synchronizer. And um, I should have asked up top, what's your, uh, what are your socials so people can find you if they want to check out all this yeah, awesome so my, stuff? Yeah, so my primary way to find me is on Instagram. That's yep. usually what I kind of invest most of my time in. Uh, there's just way too many platforms. Oh, so many. To keep track of. like So many. I, I, when I see someone that has like an active Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, i'm like threads now i'm like how do you do it dude so many uh but yeah so you can find me at david port beckerfield david p-o-r-t-b-e-c-k-e-f-e-l-d uh and that's my handle and yeah um, check, check it out it's like it's all the things i'm talking about like it's cinematic it's artistic it's beautiful very it's, it's amazing yeah very colorful yeah I, I guess the thing that led me to the question around would you ever think about you know uh doing stuff for movies i mean obviously it'd have to be your own thing clearly totally yeah. but it, uh, it's so the, the colorfulness and the, the like the brightness and i don't know why my brain just flipped to like an avatar or something like that yeah no totally you know it's, shout out james cameron uh, absolutely one of my all-time favorites yeah it's it's got that quality to it where it's surreal in many ways yeah i think um i kind of like kind of creating things that look like they're part of like a world yeah okay it's like yeah, yeah. if if you make something then you go like all right this weird thing what would a coffee table in the world this thing comes from look like <sighs> that's very rick and morty and then <laughs> totally because it gets so meta and yeah like, yeah it just made me think of that episode you know the episode where uh they they're running through dimensions and it's like a phone with a coffee, sorry, it's like a chair sat on a person with like yeah, a pizza yeah, yeah. for a coffee table. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, because yeah, I do wonder like what things that uh, have like have never been created due to the way like culture and like humanity and mankind is kind of formed. Yeah, Rick yeah. And Morty kind of gives you explorations into that because you're like, what if pizza is furniture? I, I could imagine just from what you're saying to me, you being great of one of the creative team on that show. Yeah, I would love to. Yeah, we've totally. talked about this at low times on the podcast. Apparently, what they do is. They write down random words, chuck them all down in two pots, and they pick one from each. And whatever it comes back with, they then they create an idea from bridge that. Bridge between those. Yeah. So they create oh, an idea yeah. from it. So like, I don't know, like they might get, well, like phone, like what, what was it? Phone chair or whatever it is. It's yeah. probably how they got to. Yeah. Like, and they're like, Morty, Morty, we're in phone chair world. And you're like, <laughs> okay, Rick. Like, yeah. 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 <laughs> it's like. Yeah, it's just like how do you they think of see this? that yeah absolutely and yeah. you could all like when you put those bits together you're like oh my god that's how that happened yeah <laughs> so crazy yeah uh man like i like directing movies i think maybe not such a thing but like definitely part of that creative process i could imagine you within that absolutely. i mean yeah like if someone came to me and was like i want to make a film and i want to have part of your art direction or yeah for sure i would be totally into that but That'd i awesome. think 
the traditional means is what I was kind of describing yeah. before. It's like being a part of like a giant Hollywood pipeline. Of course, of course. Kind of scares me. Yeah. And full respect to the people that Terrifying. do it because it's, yeah. I have a friend, um, his name's Isaac. He's part of different uh, kind of like film production. He does post effects. Um, he's Amazing. He's very talented. Uh, Amazing. Friend of my partner. And yeah, like some of the stuff he tells me that they have to do is just like, yeah, it's it's hard work for sure. I know a lot of the the effects studios were bought up bought up by marvel effectively because they just needed to pump out effects at such a rate yeah like the disney corporation just swallowing the world totally and like um i was actually reading um creativity.inc which is a book by ed catmull clark and he's check it out i think he's the ceo of pixar oh yeah okay um and like him talking about like them kind of being like the first studio to make like a full CG film. Yeah, Toy Story. Then, yeah, Toy Story in 1995. Yeah. And then go from like people in like Hollywood that were just doing animatronics and like physical effects were like, oh, that, that will never become a thing. Yeah. To then how much of a thing it's become. And oh then God, you look Zebra. at Marvel films and stuff, I think they almost lean too much into 3D as well. 100%. But 100%. then it's just, like it's just so much more profitable and you can change so much stuff in the production it's so much it, it must be so much easier but at the same time like and i keep going back to it because it's a top of my mind but like we did just watch that mission impossible film and you can yeah. really tell everything like majority of stuff in there is real yeah, whereas yeah, i watch yeah. a marvel thing now and i'm like i don't nothing in that room looks real yeah i'm like fuck this is terrible it's yeah it's very composited looking and, yeah yeah even when it's like in a kitchen they're stood in a kitchen and i'm like none of that's real <laughs> like, no totally yeah yeah, like I was at um my friend Dusty, we were at his house and like his favorite film is Terminator 2. I love that film. And like he's got a massive VHS collection. Like he has this room called yeah. Tape Tomb and it's got like, I don't know. Like he sounds like a fascinating thousands, character. Thousands of tapes. I'll show you a photo. Yeah, yeah, please. After, but um, he like likes to watch like Terminator 2 like once or twice a year and we were watching it for his birthday and like just seeing how much of it is physical effects. and Yeah. Like, all my friends being like, oh, they really did that with like a truck off a bridge yeah. into like an LA canal, yeah. like chasing John Connor. And you're like, yeah, they, we were just talking they, about was, this. they did that. I think I was talking about this friend of the show, Riggs, just a couple of weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Like there must be a, a, a tipping point where like it comes full circle and we start having we'll more s- of these physical things in movies again. Yeah. I mean, it's the same reason why miniatures and stuff. collect film cameras. Like absolutely. Like, yeah. Start watching VHS again, like all that stuff, like. If things will come full circle, just yeah. like fashion does, just like music does. Absolutely. Um, we were laughing yeah. the other day, me and the partner. We went to, uh, is it Miss, Miss what? Miss G's. Miss G's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We went to Miss G's and yeah. all of the staff there were like sub, like sub 22. Uh-huh. Like uh, absolute maximum there were 22. Yeah. But they were all dressed in the stuff I wore when I was like 14. Yeah. Like, you know, like and the baggy like... jeans. And I was like, oh my God. God, that's yeah, yeah, so circular, right? It's like um, sometimes, like I'll see people like dressing kind of like Jesse Pinkman, and oh that's God. like kind of like edgier, <laughs> cool, like it is at the moment, contemporary though. fashion. And I'm like, I thought that was like not as cool, but uh, but apparently it, it is. is now. It's getting coming back. Yeah, yeah, it all is. I was yeah. I was just wondering a bit about uh, about your the, the stuff that inspires you, like mm-hmm. who, what, like the artists, the movies, like what, like yeah inspires your creativity i i I, like i've always like i would love to like have my work in like a contemporary art gallery one day i love playing with like uh the idea of like um kind of setting that up in a very artificial way like i'll sometimes i'll put my work in a gallery like yeah like 
like rendering and ambition in a okay. way is like kind of interesting to me. Um, always inspired by like it's kind of cliche, but nature, like yeah, for sure. The fact that like we're even sitting here with technology breathing as the result of a star exploding or something. I'm not Brian Cox. <laughs> it's crazy. But, you know, like that's a thing. Like, yeah, yeah. And, like nature did that. Yeah. The universe created like. It will uncreate us at some point as well. It will, I'm sure Absolutely. it will. And um, this will be like lost on a drive somewhere. Oh, I mean, this will be nothing. This is like a, this is a, sand, speck, a grain of speck of sand. sand. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. There's something cool about that. Um, and Nihilistic as well. <laughs> it, yeah, also a bit of that. And um, yeah, so like nature, like I love, to, I love, I just love like abstract kind of shapes that look kind of like watery. God. Um, they look. You are going very James Cameron on me here. Like that's what I when I yeah, say Avatar, true. I can see it all here. You won't catch me in a submersible anytime soon, though. <laughs> well, uh, not after the reasons. <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, but oh, the ocean's terrifying as well. Let's not even go there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like. Are you one of those people that will swim out in like the the darker part of the, of the sea, and you're like, oh, and you feel like that no. void, or you're like, oh, cool I'll, with I'll, it? I'll, I'll do it, but I just I just don't think about it. My, yeah, my yeah, brain yeah. just disconnects at that point. I yeah. think. I used to not like it, and now. I'm like cool, cool, chill, oh, yeah. much more chill about it. But um, I'm one of those people that if yeah. you're on a boat in the middle of nowhere, I'll jump. I'll be the first to jump in. Yeah, sick. Yeah, cool. Without question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I used to be not as much, but I am more now. But um, yeah, I think that would be my inspirations. Um, inspiration can kind of like take strike you at any point. Like yeah. you'll be walking and you'll see like um a like a puddle kind of formed in a weird way, and I'll be like, oh, that's a nice pattern. I'll like take a photo of it. And I may sculpt something like from that, or I'll do like a weird AI generation. When you say sculpt, you don't mean like traditional. It's, it's clearly like all VR. It's all, mostly VR, yeah. yeah. Um, it's all like pretty much everything I do is rendered in 3D software. Like I don't really take, I take a lot of photos just in my personal time. Or yeah. Like, not really videos. I'm um, going to be linking all your stuff below. So like, yeah, guys, yeah, if you want to check, you. you should absolutely check all this out because it's oh, fascinating. It. It's really good. Um, so yeah, any, I think inspiration, like in, in anyone in any field in any industry, can strike it in any form, and it's yeah, it's, it's hard to distill on the spot where that comes from, and just from one you know absolutely source. You can probably tell from the artwork we were talking about before. I'm a ma- like I've always been big on like Rothko and Matisse yeah, and yeah, those yeah. like classic artists. Yeah, amazing. Like they've always like people once described my brain how i think of most people's brains they work as in like you know you've got a little dude in there with a bunch of filing cabinets and he goes logistically one to the next yeah. to find what he needs whereas mine's just pinging around like the roadrunner yeah, or like sure. tasmanian devil and that's why i think that's where i get that from and that's why doing stuff like this sitting and talking and yeah understanding nice like creativity. yeah absolutely mind, you know, when, when you see a movie like like i mean we we it'd be nice to talk about it if we could oppenheimer something like that yeah yeah jesus like that's so much so fun i'm to curious unpack. to I, I don't know if you wanted to save oppenheimer for a separate episode but i'm curious to just get your like surface take on how you found it as two people who are fans of christopher nolan's work. oh well we can talk about chris nolan a bit as well uh i thoroughly enjoyed it like yeah? thoroughly enjoyed it um me and me and dre were joking uh my usual podcast were joking around that we <laughs> I was underwhelmed by the sheer amount of nudity in it. I was promised there was going to be a lot of nudity yeah, and there right. wasn't. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what? No, there was like, it was really weird because before it came out, there were like all these, all these uh, press things saying like, oh, there's explicit, there's like 15 minute explicit nude scenes, really? sex scenes and stuff. And I was like, nah, no, there isn't. That's yeah. ridiculous. Like why I would just, Chris Nolan do maybe that? I was trying to just create a headline. Probably. Out of thin air, yeah, but probably. Well, it was, did- it, like outside of the dumb, the dumb jokes, like yeah, really good, really, really good. Yeah, yeah. I did you watch the seventy millimeter film version or the digital version? No, so we 
I was planning to. Yeah. It's really hard to find in Sydney specifically. I, I think the the Orpheum in Cremorne are doing it. Okay, all right. I'll um, have to check that out. Which is far from me, which is good. Because we had to, well, we had to. I was trying to find somewhere and it was like past opening weekend and I was getting a bit like antsy. I just want to see it. Yeah. And uh, the partner's boss actually was just like, hey, I've got these two gold class tickets that I can oh, no longer go it. to. And we were, I was, she was like, do you want to? I'm like, yes serious of course that's like my second you know what i do in my personal yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs) it's like my second ever gold class experience and i'm sure i've told the story a thousand times but the first one was i went to see avengers endgame which i still think is like if you're into geeky movies like the pinnacle of that yeah so i ashamedly have not seen any of the avengers wow i don't good on you i know who thanos is from memes yeah 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 from memes alone that's bad but uh yeah i'm I'm more DC Comics. Cool. I love Batman so much. Yeah, same. I'm not... I just... I, I need to give it more time. I know that I will come to love it sure. if I give it more time. My partner, Jess, like her dad is a massive comic book right. collector. Like he has a whole room in the house right. dedicated. I've, I've, I haven't got that many comics. I've only got a few over here. Oh, really? But, um, yeah, see, like, um, I've been reading a lot of Batman comics lately as well. Same. Um, I'm, oh, I'm, cool. Comics-wise, I'm a DC guy. 100%. Oh, amazing. Dude, speak my language. Love DC. Let's go. Uh, I actually like really like random stuff. Like, um, it's not random now, but like Invincible, for example. That oh, yeah, whole runs read, insane. I have read Invincible, yeah, insane. like 10 years ago, I think, yeah. when it first came out. I remember. So, like, more niche stuff. I kind of like when it's not just like, oh, it's another, I don't know, Superman story. It's like, you know, like. Totally. But the movies wise, I think they just did something so unique. And like, mm. it may be past its peak at this point in terms of the Marvel stuff. But like, yeah. I, I was sucking in so hard. Yeah, right. so hard. Well, I was gonna say like his fa- favorite is Super Spider Man, and like oh, yeah. I've just I've never like I remember like Spider Man as a kid, but I want to give it maybe another crack soon. Uh, in the comics, yeah, comics, movies, like whatever, yeah. like um, I, I, yeah. yeah, I really like Spider Man in pretty much pretty much any format, and I know it's kind of like is he your favorite superhero? The Vogue thing to say probably not. Okay, I'd probably still say Batman. Yeah. Just because he's he's my he's the OG he's the one I grew up with like same Batman animated series in like Dude, the nineties yeah, yeah, yeah. hell yeah that was awesome. Dude, I'm such a weird person. I'm like this. I'm like a YouTube at three AM. Same weird video. Same. I watch more YouTube than Netflix. Same. I've got YouTube Premium same. and like my Netflix will expire and I'll forget. <laughs> um, and I was watching like a video of someone like with a camcorder like going through Toys R Us, at, at, like and it goes for like an hour. Oh yeah. And like in, so in the late nineties. Wow. And like in the mid nineties, I think. And like I saw Batman animated film like toys and I was like, I didn't I never got that or I, I want that. that for Christmas. That's so and good. Like, yeah. Um Batman animated series, amazing. Mark Hamill's Joker. Amazing. Sick. Amazing. Um yeah. Then there's also like some... He's done a surprising amount of comic book stuff. He has, eh? Hey, yeah. More than you'd think. He must be a personal fan to an extent, surely. Must be. He was in like the Flash nineties TV movie oh, right. pilot thing yeah right they I did like a flash tv show in the 90s and it was like oh i think the episode's about an hour long and he was it was effectively he played the joker as yeah. in one of the episodes he's like, nerd royalty insane. at this point like, yeah. yeah yeah absolutely yeah, Mass- yeah massively um just to touch quickly like what uh batman comics you've been reading oh, uh I'm, i've gone backwards a little bit recently what have i read i recently i recently read it's right there. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. the court vowels that. Oh, that I've actually arc. just started that. Right. Interesting. The new 52, right? Let me know how you feel. Like, yeah. I, I really enjoyed it. It yeah. was like, I think I just liked a new, different villain. Yeah. Because I've, like, he's got the best rogues gallery, hands down. Yeah, like, yeah, sick. 
by like a thousand percent. Yeah. But I think it gets a bit stale sometimes, no matter how many he has. Like you're always, oh, it's this one. Whereas yeah. a new one, I'm like, ah, damn, that's amazing. But yeah. I also just re- reread a couple of months ago now. But like, do you know Kingdom Come? Have you read that one? No. Like, is it Batman? It's amazing. It's more of a Justice League than Batman, but it's right. So it's like a future scenario where all the superheroes that you know have retired because they're like, we can't save this world anymore. Basically, because just like, because there's a new it. generation of superheroes who are all super extreme, and like right. they start to kill off the villains. And the people are like, yeah, why shouldn't they kill off the villains? Like regular folks. They're like, yeah. because they just come out of prison and they just start hurting us again. But these heroes get more and more extreme to the point uh, right. that they're doing all this crazy stuff. And the old heroes, your older Supermans, your Wonder, Wo- uh, Wonder Woman's, a really old Bruce Wayne who's like in crazy it's like, like tech to keep himself. Dark Knight Returns Bruce yeah. Wayne, like after that? Probably about similar time canonically, but like as in, I think they'd be yeah, different. Right. Uh, cannons but it's, it's really good yeah nice yeah yeah I, I read i read long halloween recently and, oh yeah um, nice hush i really enjoyed a hush lot. really is so sick like, i was a bit sad it wasn't just like jason todd yeah <laughs> like, yeah you know? true true yeah i was like this is just gonna be jason todd right and then yeah. no i was like oh that sucks <laughs> yeah um but yeah jim lee's art style and not crazy I, I'm a big sucker for a good art style. Yeah. I'm the art sucks me in so much. Totally. One hundred percent. And like it's naturally. You, you shouldn't buy a book by its cover, but like I do. Yeah, <laughs> no, time. you do, yeah. But sometimes the cover artist and the and like yeah. the, the actual comic artist are different people. Yeah, it's not always the same. You pick it up and you're like, wait, that's not the art style I thought this was gonna be. Well, I get suckered into a lot of Hulk comics. I haven't yeah, read right. a huge amount of them, but I'm always like drawn to them because the art's always so good on them. Yeah. I'm always like, whoever's drawing this needs to do more. Yeah, <laughs> no, totally. Yeah. Hulk's Marvel, right? As well. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. need to just give Marvel another bit more. Give it a go, man. You might yeah. you never know, you might like it. Yeah, it, Hulk is kind of Australian if you count Eric Banner yeah. as <laughs> Did you ever watch The Dry? Uh, that Eric Banner. No, I, I heard ago. that. Um, my yeah, my partner Jess. She said it was really good. I haven't it's seen. Real it. interesting. Yeah, pretty sure. Pretty sure she saw and it. Do you know what's yeah. funny? When we were in the cinema watching Oppenheimer, there was uh-huh. a trailer for a sequel of sorts of the drive. Yeah, so Eric Banner's back. It's not set in the like the outback anymore. It's in like a rainforest somewhere. In, yeah, right. In one of the states. I feel like yeah. there isn't enough Australian film or like. Good, no. good Australian film. Yeah, like not to say that Australian films aren't good, like, yeah. but there aren't enough films set in Australia where something interesting mm. is kind of. I mean, most of them are made here. Yeah, most of them are all made so on Fox Studios. Yeah, true. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, it's fascinating. One of, one of the one of my friends, one of my partner's friends, he he used to be a carpenter, effectively, uh-huh. and he moved into like studio design. And all through COVID, he was just making shit for Disney. Really? Yeah, he like he made some a bunch good... of stuff for the Thor movie. Yeah, that was wow. made, all, all of them were made here. He'd be rolling in some good budget, I'm sure. I, I it hope. looks looks amazing. So yeah, you know the bits that were physical. Going back to that conversation, yeah, yeah, yeah. The totally. bits that were actually physical, yeah, looked amazing. Cool. I didn't know they were still using Fox Studios in that capacity. I thought it was kind of just like overpriced restaurants in the entertainment quarter. Well, Fox Studios was Fox was bought by disney so right. a lot of the stuff is repurposed so. were you in sydney when that first opened like back then like no oh dude when fox Studios first opened it was like being in like a magical land really like, yeah it was so cool like they had a giant quickie mar that looked like holy the exact shit. simpsons you'd go in and you could buy like um slurpees and like what, what year are we talking here 
like 98, 99. Oh, man. I, w- I wish I was here at that time. It was cool, man. I wish and I was. Like, there was like Titanic ride. Like, Holy shit. Yeah. Like, um, I think there was like a Matrix ride. Like, it was like a full amusement park. That and sounds it, awesome. Yeah. I That's think one thing we don't have over here. Like we don't have like a Universal Studios. No. Or like. The closest is yeah. probably Japan, maybe. Japan, yeah. Proper Disneyland. Yeah, I had a, I've got a friend that went there recently and saw like the new Nintendo World. It just looked like looks amazing. It was like being in like a three D rendered environment. Yeah, like the way that the props are created. And it's crazy. Really, that's yeah. I've, seen, I've only seen pictures. I've not seen like. Yeah, it looks nuts. Yeah, yeah. It feels like you're walking into a Mario game. You literally. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'd imagine. I saw someone made a uh, hyper realistic Mario in Unreal Engine 4 or 5. Whatever oh, that's the cool. Other day. Dude, Unreal No, it looked awesome. terrifying. Oh, really? <laughs> oh, you yeah. mean like hyper realistic? Hyper like... real. As, as in, yeah, as in. Yeah, yeah, like super real and he's got bags yeah. under his eyes. And yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. I know those edits. I know you're talking about now. No, no, that's not cool. Sad Mario. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I thought you were just talking about like Mario, but with ray trace lighting. No, 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 no. Right. Oh, that's that's pretty cool as that well. Could there's be cool, there's yeah. so. Getting back to the conversation about your artwork and stuff, like yeah. what of that features into what you do? Do any of those features that come from gaming? I, what I'm getting at is like, yeah. would could could you ever lean towards gaming? Would that ever be of something of interest to you? Um. Well, like the software I use, like I use Cinema 4D and Redshift Renderer. Yeah. Um, and then I also use like a whole bunch of like Adobe products as well. Uh, I think because it you make decisions and then things get rendered and then you have to wait and then that's like the final output is like yep. still images that are then sequenced as video. Okay. Um, I'd have to learn something like Unreal Engine or Unity yeah. to like create con- like um, artworks or like um, projects that are like interactive in a real time oh, yeah. engine. Uh, Unreal Engine is getting to a point where it's like converging and meeting the point where like the stuff that I make and the interactive stuff almost looks the same. Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, I've tried learning Unreal like casually, mm-hmm. spent a couple of weeks, like a few years ago. And I was like, oh, it's like such a different workflow. Right, Couldn't, right. I got my head around it, but things didn't look the way I was like hoping they would look. I think there was a, still a, quite a gap that I'd have to like right. trudge through to kind of get. And it gets to the point, point where creativity has been stifled by having to do all this extra stuff. Yeah, you're like, well, that it's like being a 3D designer, 3D artist, like you're always like balancing like um, creative inspiration um, and like your art and design knowledge with the technical skills that you have to apply and learn and constantly get yeah. on top of software. And oh, they made a new patch. I got to watch the YouTube video and see what changes are. This Everything's month. like that. Dude, everything's days. like, oh man. And, and, that's why sometimes like you'll meet someone like they've been using a tool that came out like 12 years ago because yeah. they're just like, I'm focused on making the thing, not like every patch and update and plugin that comes out. Every, every little thing that changes. Everything's like that these days. Everything, yeah, everything, for everything. Sure. But that's um, f- absolutely fair. Like I, I just... I would love to do... I, I did yeah. do some, a, pro, a real-time project with um, a studio called Secondary Bounce. Cool. Um, these guys based in South America um and they do like amazing unreal engine stuff like really right. beautiful contemporary work and they right. did like a giant art gallery with a bunch of 3d artists and everyone submitted something and it was kind of like experience that's so through. cool it's on steam all oh, right nice yeah, yeah, yeah um it's my only steam credit oh okay all right <laughs> so yeah let's get you a few more um yeah so i mean yeah i'd love to get more into unreal but it is it's slightly it's a different different, different yeah. learning curve but i'm sure i could bridge the gap one day i just think there's so much I mean, in what you already in what you already do, I think mm. there's there's so much visually stunning stuff that it like there's there's got to be some way to bridge the gap almost, you know. Yeah, yeah. But then yeah, you don't want to lose the the fun part of the creativity that you do. Exactly. Yeah. When things kind of get too like um, 
too time intensive before you kind of see a result like that's when i kind of feel stifled because i like kind of like getting that like visual feedback instantly and like nice. the slower the setup that starts to impede you so. want to all oh, right okay you yeah. want to take your time with it rather than the end product um yeah like i, I just like kind of like i mean if I get better at it, un- if I was to get good at Unreal, yeah, I'd probably yeah. have that the same understanding that I have now in cinema, like to be able to jam something together quickly and then finesse it later. But I'd like that initial first kind of like... A, a lot of art is is the journey rather than the final exactly, destination yeah. though. And I think like you don't get that with like video games. Like totally. no, nobody plays Zelda uh, Tears of the Kingdom and goes, oh, this dev did such great work no, totally, creating the story yeah. for his sheath for his sword. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, the, no, totally. So, like, a lot of it is, like, and I get that, like, fine art's exactly the same. All, yeah. Everything I ever created was it's more about the journey of creating. Yeah, the journey the journey is awesome. Um, definitely can be stressful sometimes. Yeah, but big time. Um, when you're sitting there and, like, it's everything that you had imagined and it's polished and you'd fixed all the small, tiny little things yeah, that were yeah, yeah. bothering you and it's, it is very rewarding as well. Because some of your more recent stuff has had physical people in it as well. I yeah, think. yeah. So, so, um, yeah, I did I did these, like, portraits for, like, the artist of Splendor in the Grass. Like, yeah, I wow. that last week. Uh, and um, basically, I collaborated with a photographer. Her name's Lady Druniak and uh, her name's Alex. And she, her and I, like, she shot the portraits yeah and i set up like kind of like almost like a sandwich psd where like the model is in the middle and i'd set up like a bunch of different variances of like foregrounds and backgrounds oh, and gradients awesome. and things so that all she had to do was just kind of like drop in yeah wow. the, um the, the artist for each portrait and then i didn't have to be there for her to save those different kind of that's so interesting out. yeah so it's like a fun way of like making photos a bit more interesting yeah well, you, I mean, you almost create like a like a soundstage for these artists, yeah. Like in the, in yeah, like a three D rendered way, kind of like a filter in a way. Ah, fascinating. Um, way way better than a filter. Come better on. than a filter. Come on, mate. Give yourself some credit. Yeah. No, when a filter is <laughs> still real time though, like, but yeah, this is true. more post production filter. But yeah, yeah. No, it, it doesn't. The cool tech's so nuts these days, though. Like yeah. filtering the like the partner was doing a dumb one the other day. It was like an old person filter. Yeah, yeah. I've seen those. Yeah so like I've played with way that one too as well. good way yeah. too good and i was like I, I think snapchat's probably got the best facial tracking has it? um out of like insta like instagram and like right. you know some of the other companies like it's just like you can see it's tracking your muscles when you're moving something in space crazy. And, like it's, it's, it's crazy. almost like you've got the dots on you do <laughs> literally yeah 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 let's let's get a bit geeky then let's talk a little bit about i know we're not talking geek, we are talking geeky anyway we are like, let's, anyway let's talk about movies a little bit um, yeah because i'm intrigued because when uh, when we were saying this up, I asked you to send me like your top five films to talk about. So and which one we many, decided on? And they're also different. They're all so different. Yeah. It's fascinating. Do you want to talk to a couple of them? Yeah, for sure. So um, obviously, The Matrix is massive for me. Fuck, that's so cool. Um, I love The Matrix. I've got a, a great story. I'm holding out till we do The Matrix to tell. Oh, really? Uh, it's the dumbest shit you'll ever hear. Like, I'll send you it when we do it. Okay, 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 cool. So yeah, dumb. I'm keen to see. Um, the matrix. Uh, I said. I said reloaded because did. there is there is a quite. A, it's a long anecdote. I'm happy okay. to go into it if you want to. But, go hit me. Um, okay, so basically, like my my auntie Helen, like um, she's like in the like she's such a particular person, very obsessive. Like uh, gets really into deep into stuff, and like in the nineties, she was obsessed with Keanu Reeves. Like, are we all bits. now? I still am. Who yep. isn't? Beautiful. Um, man yeah beautiful soul yeah he's well he's such yeah uh very lovely guy um and anyway so i don't know if you remember websites like called like geocities like like really old like 
with HTML one. Like yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. So she was on like a mate, like a Keanu Reeves like fan group <laughs> forum. <laughs> like this is like late nineties internet. Okay. And someone was like, "Oh, they're filming the Matrix at this location in Sydney. Like, y- um, you know, we should, you should like, we believe Count Reeves will be there." And she was like, "Oh yeah, like, we, we should go." And she told like me and my mom and my sister like, "We should go." And we're like, "Okay." And it was like in Wynyard. Don't tell me you're in the background of a shot. No, I'm not. I'm so not good. in the movie. Trust me, <laughs> yeah, it's not that exciting. Um, and then we went to we went to this address in like Wynyard and we like we were driving around we didn't see anything and then we saw a building with doors at the front open and there was like like 100 200 people dressed like agents oh that's so cool and i was like what that's like, what so is going cool. on dudes in black suits with the gla- with the shades yeah literally the, like everyone yeah, yeah. like little like clones of hugo weaving right amazing you know it's actually funny the movie we're going to be talking about there's some Matrix like inspired clothing in this movie. Yeah, true. There is to an extent, definitely. They're, it's definitely got some influences. Yeah, that was that era though, like Completely. the late nineties, straight like. after the nine nine nine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, we got there, like we're seeing stuff, and then they're obviously filming inside the ground foyer of this building. Yeah, and then we're like, uh, like trying to look inside. The windows are blocked out. Like we didn't get to see anything, and um, we're like, okay, well, we should probably go home. Like there's nothing going on. And then this guy comes out with like headphones on. And he's like a producer or something, and he's like hey, like, I've got a son your age. Like, you obviously know what's going on here. Like, you want to come in for a little bit? And we're like, yes. Yes. So then, like, my auntie and I go in. We get, like, there's, like, full film crew set up stuff, like, everywhere. Wow. And they're, like, these, like, um, there's, like, leather couches. And there was, like, makeup artists sitting on standby and stuff there. Like, we sat down on one of the couches. And it kind of, near the couches were, like, monitors of, like, previews of, like, the shot they were filming. And stuff. Right, right. It's, like, a three-second shot in matrix reloaded just before they go up into like a restaurant and meet the guys with like the white dreads yeah literally like two second foyer shot that's it that's all they were filming and like this was like a whole day shoot no yeah i I couldn't believe the amount of time and effort that they had stuff going on for such a short that's crazy and i had no idea it was it was as much of it was in sydney as it was yeah yeah yeah. i mean so much in fox studios as well yeah okay yeah, and I then saw, I saw a, a post randomly. It was I think it was on Reddit just the other day, and it was some guy had had like a vacation to Australia, and he'd gone to all of the different locations. Oh right, Matrix had been That's filmed cool. in. It was taking shots from the first one, not yeah, not yeah, reloaded. Yeah. And I was like, holy shit! I think I, I, is no that on idea. YouTube? I think I've seen that. I can't remember. I think I saw it on Reddit, but it could easily be on YouTube as well. Yeah, and like the iconic like under the bridge scene, the central yeah. station. Yeah, like yeah. Where had the rain. Yeah, going the, and like the uh, thing out of his belly button. Exactly. Yeah. The, the the fountain where they where they oh, see the woman place. in the red dress. I was there today, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah and, like, so many shots. Freeze it. Notice the lady in the red dress. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Hey, that is such a good film. So, dude, it's so meta and so advanced, so ahead of its time. Did, did um, you watch the Reloaded? The Not Reloaded, what's the new one? Resurrect, the, Resurrections? I Okay, so I was really excited when they announced it. Me too. And then I I haven't watched it out of fear that like I won't like it. Okay, I've watched it. I should see it though. I get the feeling it's going to be one of those movies that, a bit like uh, Reloaded and what Revolu- Revolutions. Revolutions. Yeah, it's, it's they, Matrix, the Reloaded Revolutions, then I can't remember the, the I think one. you'll watch the new one back in like 20 years and go, oh, this is so meta, this is so interesting. Right. But now it's all quite zeitgeisty and a bit like, oh yeah, I, I get it. Yeah, okay, it's, right. I liked it. I did not yeah. like it. And I kind of like the twist on the characters that I'm not going to spoil for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I definitely- I love it. I 
yeah, Jess and I were watching Matrix and we watched Reloaded, and then I think we we're about to start Revolutions, and then we we're going to watch the new one. Oh, nice. So that's oh, we'll finish that. Nice. Um, I'm excited to I'm excited to talk about the Matrix at some point. Yeah, yeah, so definitely. Yeah, so I'll wrap up this story. So <laughs> yeah, we're sitting on this couch, and we're like, there's always like hustle bustle, like movie stuff going on. Oh, wow. I look to my right on the sofa, and there's like Lawrence Fishburne dresses Morpheus. Stop it. Um, Carrie, Carrie Anne Moss. Carrie Anne Moss dressed as Trinity, and Keanu dressed as Neo. Holy and just sitting shit! There like just kind of chilling, chilling, like in full outfit, sunglasses. Oh, that's amazing. And I was like, whoa! And then like we were there for maybe like five, ten minutes, and the guy's like, all right, guys. You got to go. Like, ah, hope you had sucks. a fun time. That's that's so good though. Yeah. And then we hung out outside for like a tiny bit longer. Keanu came out and like, I like went up to him and like got his autograph and he was like really nice, that's really amazing. tall. Oh, really? Um, And um, yeah, he was a really lovely guy. Like super soft-spoken, very kind. I sincere. can imagine that. Yeah. Apparently to be uh, in Hollywood, you need to have a large head. I'm putting a big quotation marks. Yeah, right. Because it films well. So like, you've got to like, like, apparently Tom Cruise, like he's tiny, but he's got a big, Big fucking yeah, head. That's big fat <laughs> noggin. Yeah. That's what George Clooney, not the biggest guy, but he's got a big fucking head. So yeah, he fair enough. Yeah. That's what it is. Who knew? Uh, yeah, well, I could be a film star. I just don't have a big enough head. Why didn't they put Jay Leno in movies? Because, you know, he's got a pretty big he's noggin. Got, he's got yeah. <laughs> he, they just, he was limited to TV. Um, Career limiting head. Yeah. Maybe he was too big. Maybe there's like a limit. Maybe yeah. you've got like- Sick car collection, though. I'm a massive yeah. car automotive fan. Are you? Well, okay. Yeah. Which right. I'll, I've even made notes of the cars in the movie we're going to talk about holy shit really yeah I'm i just remember the jag the jag was the one that i always remember when they yeah. their brother's car aston martin is it aston yeah, yeah i thought it was aston. jag oh holy shit that yeah, yeah. says everything it's about like my a, knowledge it's of cars a, it's like a van it's like a db7 vanquish or something like that but um oh, right, right, right but who's right, counting right. <laughs> yeah <laughs> who is counting yeah Finally, we'll talk about the movie in just a minute. Yeah, yeah. Just going a little deeper on your geeky stuff. When we were talking uh, before, and you mentioned Ma- Magic the Gathering. Yeah, and man, your, I love your love for tabletop games. Tell me more yeah. about that, man. That's super interesting. Yeah. So um, during COVID, my friend James VDE, like he was like, "Oh man, I'm really gotten into Magic. Like, oh, I've been collecting. Like, we should play." You thought he soon. meant Magic as in like tricks. You were like, "What?" The-? No, no, no. I knew. I <laughs> all right, Barney Stinson, calm down. So when I was like in year eight, like in school. I had like the starter decks and right, like, right. I really wanted to play with people, but then like no one I knew was really like into it. All my friends were into sure. kind of video games and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um and kind of didn't take. And then when we were moving house recently, like I found a lot of my old cards and then my friend had brought up that he'd been playing and I was like, Oh, maybe I'll get back into it. This was like two, three years ago. Awesome. Um and then COVID is the perfect time as well. Totally, dude. And uh yeah, like the kind of like the most popular format of Magic the Gathering at the moment is called Commander, where it's four player instead of two player. Oh wow, okay. Yeah, so you you get like a hundred card deck, it's a singleton format, so no more than one copy of each card can be in the deck. Okay. Whereas normal in normal magic you can have up to four copies of a card. Oh, right, so you right. kind of draw more consistency. Okay. Uh and then yeah, it's just like a really fun way, kind of like what we're doing now, where like you just Jamming out in person with friends. Absolutely. Having a laugh. Order some pizzas, have some beers, and you just play four-player magic. Awesome. Um, and it's kind of more visually engaging than sitting down and playing a game in Dungeons and Dragons because that's kind of just very imaginative. Right, right, right. Whereas this is like, I'm going to play like, um, you know, this spell and like it's going to do this and you just get this little nice little artwork with it and you just know what the card's doing and you're kind of strategizing. There's a bit of politics to like, oh, we gang up and like he attacks me. Like, can you protect me? And 
See, I've always, it's really I've always, fun, man. I've always been interested. I've just never, never made the leap. I think. Yeah, it, I tried to play Catan. You know, Catan the board so game. I really want to get into Catan as well because yeah. I have friends that say I've got it's it. If amazing. you want it, we've never we bought it in COVID to play, and we just never. Dude, opened we it. gotta try it. We gotta try Catan. Well, let's do this. Let's get some beers and do that one. Time. Yeah, we should hundred percent. Like I would love to. I have no idea what to do, but it sounds hilarious. Yeah, it's no, it's like um, it's like, it's kind of like you ever play those games like Sid Meier's Civilization? I think it's kind of similar. Yeah, I do to, know what you mean. Yeah, to yeah, that. yeah, yeah. It's like turn based, like um, you know, strategy, resources, like land interesting wood yeah, that yeah gold, that, that rings a bell massive food yeah. like but so my, my buddy Empires. yeah my buddy joe from melbourne was like you gotta play this and we were like all right fuck we gotta play this yeah thing. so we went out and bought it and then like we sort of sat there and we we're like are we really gonna play this you really need someone that plays a heap yeah to sit down with you and with those enthusiastic things as well like if you had to try and teach yourself magic the gathering you'd have like probably such a worse time than if someone that's like oh yeah no no you know you can't do that and like oh this is how your turn's structured and maybe that's it maybe way need, easier maybe i need you in my life more day. yeah let's do it let's do it i can't <laughs> wait i can't i'm genuinely excited yeah we I've, have to play magic one day if yeah you've never done I'll that because i feel like your your nerdiness would would like get amongst it for sure. And I mean, you just got to have a couple of beers and enjoy yourself, right? Dude, for sure. Well, the reason I was talking about Magic the Gathering <laughs> was to come back to a geeky conversation. Yeah. Did you see the D&D movie that came out recently with Chris Pine? I have it um, l- legally downloaded. <laughs> I haven't watched it yet. Because when you say legally, yeah, the fact you had to say that makes me feel like perhaps it's not legal. Uh, that is definitely not the case at all, Tommy. I don't know what you're talking about. Um, but I've got a so I've got like a short throw 4K laser projector at oh, the wow. foot of my bed. That's awesome. And like um, me and my partner Jess, like we just lie in bed uh, and just like we have like a little miniature kind of like cinema in my room, and we just like watch so many. That's movies. so cool. I and, remember um, I bought one of those, and it was just, it was just so shit. I need like a good one. Yeah, no, this is like. This is like a proper, nice. proper one. It's, it's tack sharp. And um, yeah, like streaming services half the time are 1080p. Yeah. Stuff that, dude. I got a 4K projector. Like <laughs> I need the I need the good file, you know? <laughs> I need the Blu-ray rip. Give it a real one. Yeah. So. Need the Blu-ray rip. Gotta yeah, go and buy that stuff, man. Yeah, legally. Gotta be, gotta be supporting them, them artists. Yeah, oh, exactly. This is this big irony and you're not buying that Blu-ray. That is... Um, well, I I'm, I'm it's legally attained. I don't know what you're talking about, you know? I, I, I bought it. I bought the Blu-ray. I don't have a Blu-ray player. I Fair. ripped it. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's what I did. All right, all right, all right. Yeah. I'll I'm, I'm give you that. <laughs> Let's take a step back. I, I asked you before, we were talking about the five favorite movies you were talking about. Let's get yeah. Yeah, go yeah, from, true. Let's go from the top down to the one we're going to talk about. All right, so Dark Knight's probably at the top. Amazing film. Like, um, Christopher Nolan is best. Um, Christian... Bale doing his thing as the Dark Knight. Yeah. Heath Ledger performance of his entire career. Just amazing. Or like the harrowing nature of it being almost like the demise of his physical and mental health in the role of that yeah. character is the most joker thing in the whole universe. <laughs> it's true. And so sad, like such a loss yeah. of talent and like just from what I've read, like a really lovely man. Nice bloke, um, yeah. Yeah. Uh and um just yeah, like just the grit of Gotham, like the events, the Gotham's meant to be greasy. It's meant to be dude, grim and yeah. The um yeah the moral pollution of um Harvey Dent, like everything in that movie, yeah. incredible, dude. I've watched it like twice already this year. I think. Who is your on-screen Batman? Probably 
It has to be Christian Bale, Christian right? Bale. I grew up watching 1989 Tim Burton's yeah, Batman. Yeah. Uh, had that it's on VHS. And like uh, crazy, my mom let me watch that when I was like six. It's kind of scary. They didn't realize it was as scary as it was. I yeah. mean, I got the second one on VHS growing up and I was like, holy shit, looking back at it, it's terrifying. Yeah, dude. It's like scary and like Penguin's holding like a baby. And, like, yeah. The bit where so Danny DeVito is just like black bloods like dripping yeah, out his dude. face. Like, holy shit. I started watching it like a week or two ago. Yeah, right. And um, I think I fell asleep. I didn't finish it. But like. Such a different How? Batman. I'd be terrified. <laughs> yeah, yeah, true. Um, and then the... Yeah, what were your other films? The... Um, oh, sorry, just to... So, like, the Batman thing. I like to ask yeah. that question because it's... There is so many... I actually recently did a YouTube video about, like, there's just too much Batman on screen at the moment. Yeah. Like, on movie screens. Yeah. I don't mean in comics and stuff. Like, just on screen, I'm like, holy shit. There were, I don't know if you've seen the, the, the Flash movie that came out recently. I haven't I don't want to ruin it is for you, it? but... Batman's in that? There are multiple versions of Batman in that movie. What? Yeah. It's, yeah. And I feel like it's the, it's Warner Brothers not knowing mm. that they have other good characters that they can use. Yeah, true. So, like, it's, yeah, okay, let's do Batman again. Like, it's just me. a bit of a cash cow, like, to it have is. him on I make that exact point. I'll send you the video. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll put yeah, it no, in the check comments. it out. Um, yeah, it's crazy that, like, Lego Batman has his own movie or something. Like, it's just, amazing. It's, it's one of the best Batman movies. Really? Check it out. It's yeah, actually it's, good? Okay, it, cool. It has everything. It goes from, like, the darkness of, like, the Dark Knight through to, like, the campiness of the 60s. It's right, because I love the grittiness of Gotham and, like, how dark is the place. I love the, like, somewhat plausibility that Batman is rich enough to have the technical yeah. gizmos to be who he is. Yeah, and yeah. It's not, like, because he can because he was bitten by a spider you know but <laughs> yeah, um but uh he's bitten by a bat isn't that batman no, tr- <laughs> yeah <kidding>. maybe <laughs> um but yeah um yeah sorry not to deviate the other films yeah grand budapest hotel yeah i haven't seen that's, it oh dude i know a lot about you it you really heard. should watch it it's okay. amazing i think that's my favorite wes anderson film right really okay. for sure have you seen you've seen other wes anderson films yeah yeah before? i love i love the memes that are all out there at the moment where people are using ai to create wes anderson versions of things. yeah and then there's a wes anderson tiktok trend where there's like girls yeah. getting like a coffee and they're like I, no, not, let's not talk about that i'll, I'll just get angry I've, I've seen people doing the it yeah. Yeah. so wes, <laughs> wes like, anderson's great yeah 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 so he is good i think like he's overdone and cliched for a reason because he yeah. makes great work right yeah, yeah. And, and it is very his his the composition of his frames and everything is like it's very graphic design yeah the, you I, know? I, i'd almost call it like boutique graphic design it's very graphical it's yeah got that look about it yeah very overly art directed love it but um yeah grand budapest hotel um what's who's the actor's name the main guy in it um uh he plays voldemort i'm pretty sure oh rough fans yeah, 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 he's incredible in that movie. Okay, like, I, I really he, like him. As an he actor. just carries the whole thing with his, like, yeah, his, his like his nuances and cadence in the way yeah, he talks right. and like. You, have, you uh, ever see a movie called In Bruges? I know it. I haven't seen it's it. One, it's one of my absolute favorite dark. Yeah, comedy. is that Colin it's, Farrell? Yeah, yeah. It's, I a, seen it's it. somehow somehow a comedy. Like, if you really want to know. Like, isn't it how, like these people owe money or something and they have to give it paid back? In oh, just, I mean, just, just go, go, and, go and check it out. It's yeah, it's yeah. really dark humor. Yeah, like, yeah, I'll check to, it out. I it like Sick. to the point. I'm like, sometimes I'm like, why am I laughing at this? Like, yeah, it, yeah, it, yeah. It, it's too. It's really, yeah, yeah, you really shouldn't be. Um, yeah. my other movies was Heat, 1995, yeah. Michael Mann. Great movie. The show check down, out but, our episode. It's great. Yeah, down between you know Al Pacino and yeah, yeah. De Niro is just insane. They're the scene the, where they sat at the coffee table. I know everyone bangs on about it. It's crazy. Yeah, so, so good. You've covered that. Well, um, it's, it's interesting. I didn't. I don't think I knew this at the time, but do you know that was 
uh, Michael Mann originally directed a straight, effectively like a straight to TV version of that film. Really? Yeah. It's really interesting. And I had no idea about this and he loved the concept so much that he worked and worked and worked on it and finally came around to making like a big budget version of it. Oh, wow. Yeah. Fascinating. I think it had yeah. a different name on TV, but like. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so right. all, all the same. You know, like, there's also the, the, um, Michael... it's based on a real story. Yeah. I, I read, I did read that. The, um, I don't know if it's Michael Mann or someone else, but it's Heat 2 has been written as a novel. Holy shit. And you can go and read it. It came out like this year or last year. Really? Wow. Yeah. And um, it's a continuation of the events after the film. I've the just, first one. Of just uh, Pacino's character just gradually falling into drugs? Um, like- <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, I, I don't know. Like, because, uh, yeah, I don't want to spoil it, but obviously, like, not all the characters can yeah, be in yeah, Heat like, 2. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> so you know um but yeah just like one thing that's crazy and my friend dusty always says this is like films in the 80s and 90s have just this like explicit violence that almost wouldn't happen now wouldn't wouldn't like um wouldn't at all yeah like and i'm always shocked when a movie has violence yeah holy shit that's great have you seen like the scene in robocop where the guy's like blows his entire body off dude that would never be in a movie now no chance that's crazy no yeah. chance and yeah he showed me that and he was like dude how is it this in a movie fi- film now and like and then robocop turns into like an animated kid series at some point like, so bad the man, first two were pretty good yeah. i mean two is a stretch but the first one was amazing yeah so um it's almost just this yeah heat is that window into the 90s of yeah. like that rawness like yeah really raw. movies were like scarier then you know like yeah <laughs> <laughs> just like just so many good good like De Niro quote, uh, Pacino quotes from that like because yeah. she had a great ass oh yeah 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 because she had a great ass so good he's so got, good you've, you've got you've got some good uh, and impersonations impersonations I got a few on. I got a few they, um, yeah that's Hank Azaria he did like a GQ interview ah, he breaks right. down the she's got a great ass scene amazing um, and your head's all the way up it so good dude he's amazing <laughs> and the final one you you mentioned was the film we're going to talk about today which do you want to preface it for us yes i will it is probably one of my most favorite films in the entire world Rome must die it's got Jet Li. it's got Aaliyah. um it's a bit of a rogue one but i'm i'm quite excited is, to talk about it yeah it like i was i was glad that you were letting me indulge myself and go down always, this lane always. because Looking at some of the other films you've covered, this is definitely a little bit of a segue. Well, so we have a bunch of different like anthologies on the podcast and this fits yeah. nicely into like a couple of them. But like one of the anthologies we tend to do is uh, movies from our youth that we yeah. want to go back to. And this is very much a movie from my youth that I want to go yeah. back to. So when did you first see it? Well, it came out in 2000. Yeah. So I would have been about 13. So pretty much, I would have. I don't know if I'd have seen it in cinemas, uh-huh. but I would have absolutely seen it straight away when it came out. I didn't see it in cinemas. I was DVD. too young. Yeah. I was 10 when it came out. Right, right, right. Um, was it a, what rating was it? I'm trying to think. It's like M15. Okay, all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, like, I would have definitely seen it straight away when it came out on DVD video. Yeah. Um, yeah, so basically... Um, when did you first see it? I saw I saw it when it would have gone straight to VHS. Yeah, okay. Like yeah, not same. straight to VHS. It would have been cinema, but when it came out on VHS. When you used to have to wait like five years yeah. to see it on VHS. I, um, my bag's over there. I have the copy. I brought it. <laughs> Stop like, it. I don't, we don't have but, a DVD but we don't have, player. We don't have a TV, so I didn't, I didn't know if there was any. Um, I don't know, just for the vibes. We could know. have had it on in the background, just yeah. playing while we're talking. About. Exactly. Well, do you want to guess me then? I don't know if you know. You shouldn't know this off by heart, but if you do, do you want to guess me what the current IMDb score for this is? I bet you it would be low. 
What do you reckon it is? Out of ten. Uh, well, I like. Can you? I I'm a Rotten Tomatoes person, not an well, IMDb we, we'll, person. We'll get there. We'll get there. Okay. Well, what's a good IMDb score? I'd say IMDb, for the most part, sort of follows. It's the pretty trend. rough. It's pretty it, critical. I would say Metacritic's worse, and Rotten Tomatoes tends to be pretty much where I would expect it to be. Yeah, same. In this case, it's not where it, it's 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 not where I expect it to be on any of them. Okay, yeah. so uh, on IMDb, like, what's a good score? A like a, a I'd say a good score is like a seven point five eight. Yeah. Okay, where where does it max out? Like, what is what's the clipping? Out of ten, it's a ceiling. Oh, it's out of ten. Yeah. So Dark Knight is a ten because that's almost like the benchmark of a I'd ten. Be, well, I mean, for you it is, but not for everyone. But like, let's say. But Ron Tomatoes, Dark Knight's at the top. Okay, let's let let me find that out for you. Um, hang on. But anyway, so I would say on IMDb score. See, I'm very sentimentally attached to this movie, but I'm so aware that someone would watch it and be like... It's a nine, 9 out of 10 on IMDb, uh, The Dark Knight. It's not a 10. 9 out of 10. Oh, jeez. So, uh, that's good. What's a 10 to that's, re- that's really good. Yeah, but what's a 10? Uh, probably some... I don't know, probably some old crap. Probably like La Vita Bella or something probably, like... Yeah. You know. Almost definitely. Yeah, okay, right. Or like Casablanca or something. 100% Casablanca will be 10 out of 10. Yeah, go okay. on, sorry. Go on. What do you reckon? Um, I don't know. It's probably got like a, a four or something. It's a six point one. That's oh, that's higher sick. than I expected. I'm glad. Yeah, right, nice. I was like, I was pleasantly surprised when I saw that, and then and then I saw the Rotten Tomatoes score, which I'm intrigued. What do you reckon? Oh, uh, they probably would have done my boy dirty with like a thirty or something. It's a thirty-two percent. I was close. It's cold. I was close. It's cold. Yeah, you yeah, did. Cold blooded. And uh, what do you reckon the Metacritic score is? Oh, like a sixty-four or something. Close again, it's a 62. Hey, it's like, I'm not bad. Yeah, I, haven't, I haven't seen any of those numbers. Yeah, no, no, that's good. I was off on the IMDb because I don't know my IMDb, IMDb very just well. A bit, they're all like the Wild West. All yeah, them. totally. I don't really trust any of them, quite frankly. In fact, you know no. what? I don't really trust critics these days. Like, If you read like critical scores for, I would say, eight, eight, seven out of 10 movies, you'll see that it's wildly different to what like public opinion on that movie Yeah, is. yeah, yeah. So I'm just like, yeah, whatever. Like, So like I used to get really too much into like IGN game reviews. Oh, yeah, nice. And I would like watch it and then I'll get to the end and it's like, oh, we gave it a seven and a half. And I'm like, oh, do I buy it now? <laughs> and then I would play a game and I was like, this game's amazing. And then they would get to the end and it would be like, oh, we gave this a seven and a half. And I'm like, wow, really glad I got to experience the thing before watching the review. So now, right. as I've kind of gotten older, I, I I play or watch things and then I'll go and rinse myself on the reviews and me kind too. of see me, if I agree with people rather I, than I let them affect trailers. what I'm going to think about something before yeah. it happens. I actually have trailers as well. So like I'll, yeah, yeah. Watch the, I'll watch the first trailer for something mm-hmm. and if I'm interested, I'll go and see it. I don't. I try my hardest not to watch the other trailers. Yeah, it's yeah. Really true. hard though. Really yeah. hard. Because like, otherwise, like, I don't know. You're kind of like, um, yeah. It's, you have you have an idea of something it. before yeah. you should, and when you really should be going into a clean slate with your own kind of judgment. Yeah, and absolutely. And trailers as well nowadays they have so much of the film in them. It's like yeah, you I know. Just see like, the whole thing, but apparently that's a psychological thing. Apparently, most audiences quotation marks again are more likely to see a film if they kind of know what's going to happen because they're, they're satisfied. It's going right. to hit all the beats that they want to see and it's not going to surprise so them. So my, my girlfriend's really interesting. She does not care about spoilers. Like I'll tell her Holy everything shit. about a film and she'll be like, oh, I, I, like, I'll watch that. Yeah, yeah, that sounds good. Let's watch it. And watch. I'll be like, cool. Whereas can't, like... Can't deal with that person. I'm sorry. Most people I know are like, 
no, 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 no. Like yeah. fingers in their ears. Yeah, 100%. Um, I respect that. She like, yeah, still sees the value in the experience. Yeah. yeah. All right. So this is from director Andre. I'm going to say this wrong. But Bart Koviak. Okay. Right. I didn't know the director of this movie at well, all. Well, he's done some intriguing films. So he did. What, I, I don't, I'm keen because you've done some research about it on, on a level that I don't know. I had a little look. He did a very similar movie in Cradle to the Grave. Do you remember that one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also Jet Li and DMX. DMX, yeah. And DMX is in, in Romeo Must Die as well. Yeah. Uh, he also did the Doom movie a few years later, which had The Rock and Carl Urban in it, which. Okay. Like Doom the Game? Doom the Game. So okay. it was one of the worst video game adaptations you'll probably ever video see. Video game adaptation? and generally not good no in, but as a director he clearly had a moment where he was like hot yeah he like bust out like a couple of similar movies yeah, and then yeah, tried yeah. his hand and sort of fizzled out he's still in the game they're still doing like creating stuff but like like you say jet lee Aaliyah, uh isaiah washington's great in this i really yeah. liked isaiah washington yeah, he's good. He's good, um good crime boss. i want to call out uh delroy uh delroy lindo isaac so okay. good in this yeah and we'll talk a bit about this and also the surprise of dmx here dmx like, yeah i didn't realize he was all over like all of the advertising at the time but he oh was, was he all over the advertising yeah yeah well that's the that's okay so like one of the coolest things about Remy must die is the like asian and african-american representation like, absolutely i was that gonna call was, it out as one of the, my favorite things of the movie absolutely man like um and uh it's just like that was kind of never like when i was a kid i was like Oh, like I was when I was a kid, I loved Michael Jordan. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, and Course. like yeah, and it's it's weird. Like as a kid, you like don't really see like race in someone. You're just like, oh, they just look like that. It doesn't that doesn't that doesn't matter in any in any way. He's good at basketball. Awesome. Yeah, he's good at basketball. And like I remember when I was a kid, I was like, oh, like I wish I looked like that. Like, oh wow, really? Yeah. There you go. Yeah, because like Michael Jordan was just like the coolest person on yeah, the planet. Yeah, I mean he know? is. Yeah, probably still is in many respects. Still, still is. Um, I don't know if you watched Last Dance. It was very good. I've what? watched it twice. Okay, I loved cool. it so much. So, so much. So much. I had to do a couple of flights back and forth from the UK last okay. year. I had some family stuff going on, and I was on a flight, and it had the Last Dance, and I was like, holy shit, I'm watching this again. Yeah, it's time. It's really good. But the representation and the the very well selected actors for this movie mm. so I, the casting of this is fantastic yeah uh, all the people we talked to and a load we didn't talk to and it's really good that it's uh, one thing i wanted to mention up top was that the thing i really like about it is it has a lot of the elements of like the western cinema to it like it doesn't yeah. shy away from them but it doesn't go full into full. like crouching tiger hidden dragon where you're like oh that's a dude flying yeah yeah you exactly know? there's actually a really nice balance yeah um, absolutely of, and like it's, it's trying to give it a plot overview. What happens? What, yeah. So basically, like, yeah. Um, so you've got Jet Li who plays Han. Yeah. Um, and then you've got Aaliyah who plays Trish. Now they're both from like um, opposing kind of like crime families. Kind of like Romeo and Juliet. Kind of like Romeo and Juliet. Funny that, isn't it? But the weird thing is that it's that there, there isn't really a romance between them. Mm. Which Romeo and Juliet, like, uh, you watch probably Baz Luhrmann's one. Absolutely. It's so hinged on their romance. Oh, yeah. And like Jet Li and Rome, and Jet Li and Aaliyah, like oh, like yeah, Han and Trish, they don't kiss. Like, we're gonna we're gonna talk about that later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which like I'm fine with, but I I feel like some people go may be disappointed or misleading going into it thinking that they're gonna see a Shakespeare adaptation when it's really really not. Well, it's not called Romeo and Juliet. It's called Romeo Must Die. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But exactly. it's it's more about like the the turf war effectively between it is, two yeah. parties the the african-american and the the chinese factions yeah. effectively trying to 
take land for themselves to push through like a business venture with the yeah like NFL. a business venture with yeah with like um yeah the football. i'd forgotten all about that yeah all about I've, that. yeah because i i watched it again last week knowing that we were going to chat about it today I, I think i've seen it like two or three times this year but like that ta- <laughs> that part to me is just so irrelevant like i'm just so obsessed with the characters yeah um yeah it's great I but, don't, yeah and I really like that clash, you know, of different cultures and like totally, and especially it's such for a the melting time. Pot. Yeah, at the time as well. Like the re- the reason I like the representation so much, uh, it, for me, this specific movie maybe leans into stereotypes a little bit too much at mm-hmm. times. But I that's, think that's that just era. the times. That's yeah. the time. And, I'm, yeah. and we'll we'll talk about that. But like that diverse diversity in how they differ in their methods but how they're so similar at the same time is what yeah. really makes this movie so interesting for sure yeah 100 percent agree and um yeah just that era like i don't know yeah it, yeah it's, it's eats me west um the feuding families like the kind of like 90s 2000s like luxury kind of like yeah like also like the the way it's art directed in the settings like the like he when oh, yeah. you see the scenes of his dad it's very like oriental like he's in a Absolutely. beautiful kind of like chinese garden well that's what hollywood's taught us to expect like a chinese mafioso to be to, to right? look like so and like, like yeah it's cliche completely but like, in, in the best possible 2000s way it. yeah and then like you know like um you know like the like her family like he's you know got this big like massive house and like a golf course yeah. at the back of his house yeah yeah, yeah, like, yeah. do, do so you excessive. remember the the Aaliyah music video to go with okay this? okay so i've ran a note of this you've got a whole note you got a whole section Dude, I reckon. so yeah when i was a kid i bought the single the with single? my own money the try I had again the single. album i think yeah the album yeah, like yeah. her album the, with, the romeo must uh, die album you had for, the- for that song oh, not because i wanted the album because amazing. i wanted that song okay so I couldn't afford the album when I was a kid. Right. Uh, or like, you know, I probably didn't prioritize it on my list of yeah, gifts. Yeah, why would you? But like always, I remember like um, where I grew up in Lane Cove, like there was a music store and I would like, I would like if my parents were like up at the shops, like I would go there, count the gold coins I had and I'd always buy a single. Oh yeah, nice. Uh, and one of them was Try Again. And I remember it was the first single that I put into the computer and the music video would play. Holy shit, and really? And was like youtube on tap at that time and, you know like i was gonna wait so it's a bit later but that music video is very in bruce lee enter the dragon inspired with totally. the mirrors and jet lee's in it and i massive like that's my childhood like enter yeah. the dragon fist of fury i need to watch into the dragon i've never oh seen it god it's, it's one of my all-time favorite movies there's yeah. one and i always i always forget this one but we there's a there's a running thing i always talk about but i grew up like with like a like a handful selection of like VHS tapes, yeah. which are recorded from the TV. I'll have you know, something yeah. you would never get these days. Yeah, yeah. But nice. it was like we had the Indiana Jones films, we had the Star Wars films, yeah. uh, we had Gremlins randomly. Oh, which, yeah. You know, that's scarier than you think it is. It like, is yeah. For a kid, and I remember we, watching Gremlins as a kid. Yeah, and we had this handful of movies, and like Enter the Dragon was one of them, and I was just on repeat in our house constantly. I loved it, and when I watched that music video, or like I was doing the background for this, I was like, "Holy shit, that's so Enter yeah. the Dragon!" And it's just so two thousand, like, and we'll yeah. get. I want to get into the music in this as well. Yeah, because please. It's like so two thousands R and B. Yeah, like, yeah. DMX all over. DMX. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, him barking. Um, Aaliyah, he like, died, didn't he recently? He did pass away like a, a year that. or two ago. Yeah, yeah, that sucks. Yeah, that's um, very, very sad. Um, he was awesome as well. Um, but yeah, like, uh, yeah, Aaliyah, like her, her tracks in it. Timberland did all the music, right? Um, and he was. Her, you can you can hear that. Yeah, yeah. Timberland yeah. was her producer. Uh, 
for a lot of her stuff at the time. She was like 20 or 21. In this she movie. was phenomenal in this film. Yeah. Like, I mean, for a 2000s movie for with an R&B artist who's totally. it's their first film. Yeah. I thought she was really good. And like, I love also like there's moments in it where that's like a little bit meta. Like she'll go to like the music store. Yeah, yeah. With the bodyguard. And she sneaks out. Yeah, she sneaks out. He's and, like, I'll find like, your Leah looking ass. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like that that meta-ness like yeah. him saying that and then like when she's in the store like her music's playing like it's oh, a bit really? campy really? it's okay, a bit right. cheesy but i love it dude it's so two thousand. that's, 2000, that's yeah. so interesting because i like i had no idea and even on a rewatch i had no idea anthony Maurice, anderson in so this i rate him i really he had like a he had like a peak at this point of like his like early 2000s yeah. he was in so many things he was in so much stuff and he's very funny in this movie he's as funny well. I, I didn't have no idea he was a rogue cia cia agent in this did you know that what so i was really like look i was really wait he's a this. cia he, agent in apparently Rome he's like a rogue cia agent i was like but they never say that at any point Who's like so- what the fuck is this about that's like a leak from the writing room new information to me i was like this what? is fascinating but this is like a zenith for Jet Li, right? Like he was yeah. at this he was time. At, this is peak Jet Li career, dude. Peak Jet Li. Yeah. And I was reading into this before. Cradle of the Grave, like, the one, like the Kiss of the Dragon. Lethal Weapon 4, one of my all-time favorite oh, movies. He He's the bad too. guy in that. Yeah, right. So good. Sick. And he was in he was in everything for like yeah. a hot minute. And He's I was like, my Bruce Lee in a way. Right. Because That's interesting. I, I watched him as a kid. Yeah, cool. Yeah. yeah. I was like, where did he go? Like what happened to him? True. Well, he was in Mulan recently. Yeah. Apparently, um, he had like a health condition, and he took a step away from doing like the yeah. more dude, that would physical be, stuff. That stuff would be super hard on your body. Well, Jet Li broke himself. Yeah. Literally. Dude. Yeah. Like, like I scene... loved him though. Jet Li in this. Wow. Oh, he's amazing in this. I. I. Yeah. I, I think I, he does all his own stunts as, as per. I'm. I would say. I would say he totally would do his own stunts. He would be that type of guy. Yeah. Like Jackie Chan type operator. Yeah. Um, he does. He does a good job as sort of like a fish out of water type. He's like you know he's yeah. new, to, new to the states, like or at least he's pretending yeah. he is. And like he's I kind of like driver. that. Yeah. <laughs> For five minutes. Um, I really like in this movie the use of the environment when they're fighting. Yeah, yeah, totally. Like I can get the the one where they're on the stairs. Yeah, they're on the staircase. Yeah, yeah. Like he like does like a spin around, like shoots his legs through the smashes wood, the wood, smashes this guy's yeah, legs, yeah. the cable ties. Oh like yeah! He'll grab the guy's jacket, put it over his head, and it's like cable ties. That was a thing for a hot minute in these movies. It no, was. I really cable that. ties were like a thing. In cable like... ties. <laughs> we need to bring cable <laughs> then, ties in action films. And then using like... clothes as weapons, <laughs> but like cable ties, absolutely, they were hot. Like, bro. <laughs> bring cable ties back. They're cool, man. In these kind of movies, but you know, right? Let's get into this. I want to talk. Yeah. There's something I really want to talk about. Yeah. Now. So yeah, give me the like. Um, no, no. Which I want is... to follow your trajectory of like navigating this film because I'll jump all over. Let's the place. just jump all over the place. There's one thing that I really want to talk to you about. What happened to that martial arts movie where it was like uh, East meets West, buddy cop? I'm talking Rush Hour. Rush Hour, dude. That yeah. scene, that that whole, that was a hot. I thing, watched Rush right? Hour like two months ago. Great, re- yeah. on VHS. Quite problematic I at this point, but like yeah. really good film. Yeah. Like for, in hindsight, like that was a re- like that was all over the place at one point. What yeah. happened to that? Like, I don't know. Green Hornet, like it was everywhere. Yeah, like I don't it's know. It's a shame. Like, and I, those those Western influences on Eastern, sorry, <sighs> Eastern influences on Western movies, they've completely diminished. Like, I, you don't I, see it anymore. Totally. Yeah. Like. I, and I think, I, I feel like Hollywood just got really obsessed with like um, reboots and like totally. sequels. Completely. And then like those, 
so many times I like want to watch a new movie, but something's a sequel of something that I haven't seen. And then I'm right. like, what about <laughs> in the 90s and 2000s? So many original yeah. IPs being launched. And Have I got new a YouTube video and... for you? You should check out my latest YouTube video. Okay. It's... We're thinking the same brain, dude. It's, like... it's all about like why Hollywood is depending on Oppenheimer, Barbie and uh, Mission Impossible to be massive successes for the complete wrong reasons. Right. Like, so... Okay. The vague synopsis is that Mission Impossible is, it's the movie star. Like movie stars are still bankable. People will go to the cinema to see yeah. Tom Cruise just because Tom Cruise is in this. Oppenheimer is the otter director. Like people will go to the cinema to see Chris Nolan. Yeah. And Barbie's just like, hey, this has got an IP. We're just going to mine it. Anything, totally. Who gives a well, shit? Well, a friend of mine it. told me that um, Greta Herwig like approached Mattel to make Barbie. It wasn't the other way around. Interesting. So, well, have yeah. you seen the list of movies that now going to try and make? It's like forty-five different things, like oh, really? Hot Wheels, Holly uh, Pocket. Here we go. Going to do Action Man. Like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. all that shit's on there. Yeah, so anything dude. Mattel, it's coming for you, baby. Yeah, hundred uh, percent. yeah. I mean, that, is it a surprise? Like, N- well, everything that, is. Yeah, everything right now. I, you walk outside, it's pink. Like completely, it's crazy. And like, the, I have no problem with it, but like, this is a full-on marketing rollout. Dude. Oh, massively. Like, yeah, I, and I wonder if it's. They've made it cheaper for people to license it for a hot minute. Maybe. I think maybe, they, yeah. must, they, I, must, they have must have. They must have. Because, yeah. like, yeah, like, yeah. The, the seat of the bus stop's pink with yeah. Barbie branding yeah, all over it, just about. Yeah. You know. Well, uh, the interesting thing about the uh, West, Eastern influence and Western audience, the reason why there were so many, like, kung fu or whatever you want to call them movies from back in, like, the, what, the, like, the almost black and white up until, like, the 80s. Was because it was super cheap for movie movie houses to like buy the rights to these films and show them in the states. Yeah, right. And as soon as these got more popular and the actors started getting more popular, it was more and more expensive for them to bring them over. So they stopped doing it. Right. So like that's why you get less of these movies. And like the stunts and stuff, yeah. they're quite. They're not only expensive to do the stunts, but they're inspe- expensive to insure. So insuring the actors. Because they want to do their own stunts and stuff. Yeah, okay. It's like expensive studios are like, oh, money. We don't want to spend money on this. It's like, yeah, and you're just like, you'd rather spend it on a 200 million blockbuster with all CGI. Cool. Yeah, it's just gone to that point, hasn't it? Like, I don't know. I, I don't want to get too sides. So, but it's so we're getting sidetracked. Here. It's let's so easy talk to get, about the movie. It's so easy to get hooked on the Barbie Heimer. Oh yeah. Let's, <laughs> let's talk about the movie. So, but, so I've written some like points around things that yeah, are happening yeah, yeah. here. So like. Han, who's Jet Li's character, he meets Trish and they yep. form this unexpected bond yep. and they become a bit of a detective duo. 100%. They're almost like the fish out of water, the the American doing their yep. thing together. I really like that about them. He he after, loses his brother. After the death of his brother, yeah. Yep. And they're kind of weirdly investigating it together uh-huh. and not. They don't trust each other because they're from opposite sides, exactly. but they're still kind of working. I kind of like that dynamic of the two. Yeah, of and I, li- I really like that Aaliyah in this movie, like she's not leaning on to like, leaning into like her character being valuable because she's sexy or like something like that. Like yeah, she's like sure. a cool chick. Like she's like very independent. Yep. Um, it's like, you know, great uh, feminine values to portray in a film. And that wasn't always happening in that time. No, no. Um, in those movies, like they would just have like a token hot person in a movie. Well, just... there, there was a cheeky nip slip at the very beginning of this, this movie, which I was like, oh, there it is. Was there? When it, when the, the very beginning, when you see the, 
I think it's Jet Li's brother in the film. He's in oh, like a club. Oh, true. And there's like the two, two girls dancing. I was like, oh, there it is. That's the classic 2000s for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, yeah, like. That's how they get the male audience. Ten-year-old me is like, oh, mom doesn't know there's a nipple in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> I can get away with having this. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah, that's right. Just before. Um, yeah. Just before. Uh, yeah, he gets he gets killed. For, I, I I actually totally forgot about that. Yeah, well, I because it, it started and I was like, hey, I was to my partner. I was like, hey, like come and watch this with me. And she she was like, no, <laughs> no, no, no. And like it, that scene passed, and I went, oh, good, she didn't well, come in. I forgot, exact but you didn't. Yeah, well, at that point, I was like, holy shit, this is happening. Yeah. Uh, so funny. they so they sort of like they dive deeper into the world. Uh, they realize that that maybe they're fighting a, fa- a couple of factions that maybe aren't what they think. Think they are. And I really like that dynamic of it's all set up as like you know East versus West, like we've been talking about. Yeah, but like it's gang, people. Gang yeah, war, yeah, but it maybe not be the people you think it is who are like pulling the strings. Yeah, and I love like the journey of like them being friends, and then slowly like he proves himself as an yeah, ally absolutely. to her. Yeah, and not a threat in any way. Like that, like a lot of the. Th- her family and things around her are telling her that, oh, you got to be careful. You need a bodyguard wherever you go. Yeah, yeah, like, exactly. Everything's unsafe. Um, she, but she's like pulled towards him because he is like, he, he's, you know, he's cool. And he proves himself over and over again. I'm, I like when yeah. we're going to get to the action scenes. Yeah. We'll talk about that in a minute. But like one thing I did want to call out before we get there was mm-hmm. like the pacing of the movie. I was a bit like, I remember putting on, I was like, holy shit, this is two hours. <laughs> it <laughs> I was is. Like, yeah. It, it's it, long. It's long, yeah. And I think, um, I wouldn't say there's there's filler, but like all the scenes take like a decent amount of time. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. When sometimes they're not like in- massively cre- like crucial to the plot. Absolutely. And I think that's just the editor being like, oh, well, we have to keep this and, you know. Like, yeah, it, he's really putting his stamp on this, isn't he? Yeah, exactly. I think so. there's a 90 minute version of this that's like tight. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, I mean like hypothetically. Oh, if it were, yeah, yeah. I feel yeah. like you could cut out like, 20, See, I, 20, I, I, like I like the in-between stuff. Okay, sure. More than the action, even. Really? There because you go. I'm such a I'm such a nostalgic sucker for like that era and like yeah, for sure. Seeing her like dance two seconds in like a shot, like I just love all that crap. <laughs> I hated that part. Like yeah, I love all that shit because I love Aaliyah and like yeah, she was to cool. me. This is all like archival of things that we'll never get again because she passed away. Very true. You know, like. I watched like interviews with her on like some, you know, crappy MTV expose thing. Like she's yeah. like talking about like um like a, a giveaway or something. And like that's meaningful now. But yeah, like yeah. if she was still alive today, no one would be watching that on YouTube. Fair. Like it's it's like There's a, a huge nostalgia a element. Slice to of her life that. that you'll never get to see again, which is super sad. So I don't know. I like all those dragged out long winded bits, but I, the average movie goer, yeah, I get it. It's too long. I'd say the, yeah, I'd say it's super 2000s. Like, if you go into this, you yeah. should really be like, this is going to be like the scenes where they're having, like, I'm action. a tragic for that. We'll get to action in a moment, but like the bit where you see he, like, kicks the dude in the head and you see it, like, it's almost like a Mortal Kombat game. You see, like, a version, you see his spine. Uh, and it's, like, dude, compressing. Yes, and you're like, the X ray 3D. I was like, like, <laughs> like yeah, bro, stop that. Yeah, like, or when, um, so. Yeah, like when he's fighting with her. Yeah. Um, and then they they kick that girl in the t- oh, he's like, I can't hit a girl. Oh yeah, yeah. That's, and then that's it's like so cliche, so, so cliche, it's so cheesy, and, and like so then he has to 
bite holding Aaliyah's arms to like, punch the girl. Like she's a marionette. Like she's right? a marionette. Yeah, What's it's happening? like so silly. But <laughs> I'm gonna call it out. That's nonsense. It's Absolute so ridiculous. Like, nonsense. That if that was a real situation, they would get axed. Because yeah, in, in like a moment. <laughs> and the fact well, she had a gun at one point. I know, Just I shoot know. them. I know. Yeah. <laughs> like, but that's that's just movie that's stuff. That's the action. But yeah. then they kick the girl and she falls back and then the 3d view and oh, the x-ray man. view of the heart getting stabbed oh yeah holy shit yeah that's so like i'm pretty sure mortal kombat 11 stole all of that probably <laughs> but like that's that stuff when i was a kid i was like whoa 3d graphics that's so cool yeah like, maybe, radical. maybe that's what it inspired you to do what you're doing <laughs> yeah oh yeah definitely like the uh the impaling scene in 2000s room must die that's the reason i do 3d <laughs> there's some there's some crazy stereotypical shit in this though there's some times where i was like yeah you probably wouldn't get away with that now like when the, like some of the stereotypes around like chinese people being bad drivers and yeah. like some of the musical cues i was like oh yeah there's definitely like it it's a it's a timepiece. yeah absolutely and, <laughs> but it's like friends like you can't watch it with a critical eye for now you've got to be like yeah. this is what it is yeah and i watched um uh, you watched all the friends recently cool yeah not nice. friends not friends <laughs> i like a year ago i watched goldfinger oh right okay and he's and he's like talking to someone in like near the, the swimming pool of like a hotel like sean connery yeah and then this this girl comes up to him and, and he like slaps on the ass and he's like quiet now the men are talking honey and it's like <laughs> you can't do that i mean uh, rest in peace sean connery but like he if you've seen the interview where he's talking about like slapping women around yeah 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 probably not that great I mean, i actually I ran that came up on my autos. You know that you yeah. suggested YouTube. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I watched that literally like a month ago. It's a bit and yeah. you're like it doesn't shine the best light in him, does it? Yeah, and she's like trying to like cross examine him a little bit. Yeah. It's a different time. Like if that was now, holy shit, he'd be cancelled in a heart. When was that interview? It was like Oh, like nineties, yeah. It's a long maybe even then 80s. it was not okay. But it was never okay. It's never been okay. But it's like, you know, now it's much not okay extra not okay yeah no you know what it's just not okay like let's it's not, not okay never has been yeah. never will be it's weird how yeah it's weird how it seems like it was acceptable back then like people just yeah. kind of accepted it so strange. yeah like that was just the status quo unfortunately yeah yeah, yeah. better now much better now. not not there yet but we're trying yeah we're trying our best so the movie then sneaks on and we get to see Aaliyah. I'm going to call, keep calling her Aaliyah. Trish. Trish's brother also dies. Yep. He gets thrown out of a building. In unexpected. Yeah, that, that throughout the building scene. That's, They're actually, that's stunt people. Yeah. I was like, right. holy shit. I wonder if they did it like on the first floor with the illusion or with a long, like a, a long focal length to like give the illusion. It was I mean, like up in the sky. It seemed to fall for a long time. True. Unless they are, they're on wires going down. And then they oh, just drop the last was... floor. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Because well, that's that's too far for a stunt person. Two stunt people to jump. Yeah, super... Just five yeah, years... I don't know be- how they would do that. Just like five or ten years before, though, you know that would have been a shit mannequin. Just like chucked out. Totally. <laughs> Absolutely. Just full ragdoll flailing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, 100%. That would be hilarious. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, they, they fight their way through to find out what's actually going on. And I think it's a good time to talk a little bit about, like, the action. Because... Yeah. You do find out effectively that you know it's it's from inside the families. The families yeah. are, are killing it's their a own. Story folks. of betrayal, exactly on both and sides. I I laughed when I was watching it. Mac, the character, yeah, is I think he's actually called Machiavellian. I think that's his actual name. And I'm like, oh, could you be more Machiavellian? Yeah, I was like, wow. holy shit, guys! Like, come on. Yeah, that's and, um, on but Jet Li is phenomenal. 
He's amazing. Yeah. Which is your favorite of his action scenes? Because like it, you do have to yada yada over some of the, the nonsense to get to the action scenes. Yeah. So bit. my two favorite scenes of his action would be, I'll, I'll give three notable mentions. There's the 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 staircase scene yes, with the cable tie, yeah. And then he gets in the car. He's like, "Great cars." Yeah. He steals <laughs> so many cars in this film. Yeah. Sick. Love that. The gridiron scene where he's playing with them. That was what I was going to call it. And like he's he like just demolishes these dudes well, he takes after a he's bunch kicked of hits. their ass. Yeah, he takes a bunch of hits. Yeah. And he's like, how am I going to even this playing field? Yeah. And there's a scene there that's just, uh, it's like ridiculously unrealistic. He like hits a guy and then, up in the air. and then like comes down <laughs> perfectly like in slow. It's like, what are you? That's not but that's how gravity the, but that's works. what I was talking about the crouching tiger hidden dragon yeah eastern elements of this film it definitely has a, like some like some of the martial arts moves it does especially where he's doing like flying kicks and stuff yeah he hangs in the air just that little bit too long and yeah goes, yeah yeah mm. he's like in the air for an extra one or two seconds and he really sh- he'll then, do like an extra then, kick and you're like that's not physically possible yeah like it's, New- it looks great though Newton wouldn't allow this <laughs> <laughs> so yeah like I think 100% that those moments you're like eh, but like it's in the it's in the name entertainment um, it, it really is ent- you gotta be in for the entertainment of this yeah stuff. the um the uh, and then yeah like obviously like the spine cracking like where like he's oh, yeah. like that midair kick is and he like comes out of the flaming broken fence like uh, well i was gonna say cool. that so that final fight scene and the, but, the hot pan on his hands oh, oh, man, i, I oh, hate but, that scene so even the music cue when that kicks off that scene it's like it, it is like one note away from in the mortal combat theme tune yeah I it know. is literally, literally right there so for like f- for like five seconds and then yeah. it blends in but like that final fight scene's cool as. Yeah, they are they are great. And it's like definitely like you're really playing in that era of like the Matrix and like Completely. And we were joking about this before we came on. Like my partner was joking, saying that like she had a real sexual awakening when she saw the saw bad that. guy who Jet Li was fighting in that yeah. final scene. She was like, Holy shit, as a kid, I had the biggest crush dude, on that guy. He's shredded. I was like, dude, yeah, like I can see that. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny when there's little moments like that that like you interpret later as an adult and you're like oh that meant something to me like <laughs> you know like, yeah yeah yeah. i definitely like my my moment with that was like do you remember 1995 species yes where the, the alien girl is like she's pretty much on a killing spree to find the perfect human mate to like yeah yeah reproduce basically yeah. and like, that would be a cool remake that would be a sick remake um it wouldn't have as much nudity that's for sure no it would not it'd be neutered massively but me as a kid watching that i was like wow i like girls like <laughs> because there's a there's like a lot of scenes where she's definitely not wearing a lot and yeah um we, we were joking just just last that. week about a couple of weeks ago about indiana jones and like oh, yeah. i remember re- i remember watching those films and as a kid i was very confused at how handsome harrison ford harrison is at ford all is? times yeah i was like I know I think I know I think that girl's attractive in this book. Damn, he's a good looking guy. Yeah, absolutely. And I think like you can easily find a, a male attractive as a hetero person. Like there's no Completely. there's nothing like weird about it. I I, I have more man crushes than I have I can count on one hand. We've got a, it's, a run, go. it's a running joke. Not it's not even a running joke, it's just a thing. I was just gonna mention as well while we're talking about action, uh we meant we were talking about the sort of rush hour yeah. that sort of like vibes lost. I just would love to think about who you who you would get in that body cop movie these days. Who would now? be the body cop? Like it would be like uh, fucking like The Rock and Jonah Hill or something. It would be awful. Yeah, that's The Rock is done to death, man. Like I, nothing against him. I can't deal with that guy. He's too much. I just like it. Just makes it like 
like, and then when you get him with Kevin Hart, it's like, oh, dude, it's just that too guy, cheesy. Like, his voice kills me. Yeah, and it's like they're funny because one's really tall and one's really short, and it's like I don't really care. No, like, <laughs> that, that isn't funny. Yeah, it's, <laughs> we were I'd rather watch Twins. <laughs> we were joking the other day with Schwarzenegger about, and yeah, DeVito. <laughs> totally, one's tall and one's short. That's it's actually funny. a good film. <laughs> I like my comedy when it's funny. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but don't tell Kevin Hart that. I like uh, the movie then. It sort of like crescendos after the big fight, right? And yeah. you find out that pulling the strings in the background has been Jet Li Han's father the whole time. Yeah. He's been the one who's been orchestrating it. And yeah. he has the choice of, you know, does he carry on with his guilt of letting his son 100%. die or does he kill himself? And he, he pulls that trigger. And he's like, I tried to do, he's like, he's like, Han, I tried to do it the best I could, I try to do the right thing. And he's like, except the right thing being his father. And it's like, boom, <laughs> mic drop moment, turns his back, boom. As a teenager, I was like, that's the equivalent of like, cool guys don't look at explosions, you know? <laughs> yeah, dude. Like he he did the three-pointer and walked away. Yeah, as, yeah, yeah. As it went in the hoop. Turned before it even went in. Yeah. 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 I, the, I did have one minor critique of that final scene. Mm-hmm. So, so Jet Li walks out of an effectively burning down house with a guy he literally just murdered and his dad, who he would be the prime suspect in murdering because he was in the room at the time. And the, the cops time. just run past and him. And the cops just let him walk out. Yeah. You'd be like, bro, come I on. never thought about that. I was what, like, I, I'm such a nitpick for movies. Like, you're No, fine. I am too. Like, I mean, yeah, we've, I'm very critical of the gravi- the lack of gravity in this movie at times. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's an interesting point because he would instantly be a suspect. And he literally just murdered someone yeah wow like the like the main rival he just killed him yeah that's crazy cold blood i mean sometimes when um you gotta suspend that disbelief though yeah well sometimes people in crime families when they get killed the cops are just like oh no problem (laughs) for us maybe they were paid off cops (laughs) maybe that's the thing we do yeah yeah that was that was that's actually right we're gonna get onto a bit uh best and worst in in a moment Uh but like one of my worst was like what the fuck are the police in this like, yeah, when all this a- shit's going on, there would be a huge police presence. If if these shops were individually getting taken down, yeah, police would be all over that. Yeah, or there isn't even like a cop character that's trying to find out who's behind things. It's- Except maybe the CIA agent who's not really a CIA agent. Yeah, how is Maurice a CIA agent? I don't know. He's playing like Madden, like yeah, he's so movie. rogue. <laughs> he's <laughs> like the comic relief in this. I think he's pretty funny. Yeah, he is very funny, and like um. Yeah, what what is he? Um, he's like, uh, here's the deal, meatball. <laughs> like, I love he's that. He's calls him like dim sum. Dim sum. He calls him dim sum. See, like that wouldn't happen in a movie. You now. literally you couldn't can't. do that now. It's like, yeah, but it's almost like the the fat guy's funny because he's fat with that guy. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it works both ways in that respect. Yeah, and you, oh, oh, yeah, yeah. I have a moment that's like that's unrealistic, but we'll get to that when we get to the best and the worst. All right, let's let's okay. Let's just talk a little bit about tones and themes of the movie then before we jump. Into yeah, yeah, for sure. Because that's like for a random two thousand movie that is mostly about action mm-hmm. with undertones of Romeo and Juliet. There's a significant like there's a serious amount of like tones and themes in this film. Like, yeah, definitely. Like loyalty and betrayal, yep. revenge and forgiveness, choosing your own path. Like that yep. ending we were talking about. Aaliyah and Jet Li walking away from the crime families to go and do their own thing. Like that's literally like prophetic yeah they're, it is. T- they're stepping away from a life they've only known to go and be their own people i i was like fucking all right yeah it's cool those yeah police should, those police should arrest them but like yeah like, good for you yeah yeah the police could <laughs> come in and be like at least for some questioning 
but um yeah no totally like i think um yeah the the, f- the film does like touch on like a lot of those different themes and um yeah like i hadn't i never i guess i hadn't thought about it like because i'm so distracted by like how much nostalgia there good. is I, I, that yeah. then when when you did say that i was like oh, yeah, you're right that does have that like it really gets deep into nice it. level I, of yeah, depth to it um, cer- certainly in terms of like a, 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 like I say, a dumb 2000s movie. Like, I didn't expect it to have as much gravitas as it did. No, in totally. Respects. Yeah. Like, you're not going to get that out of, like, you know, Rob Schneider's The Hot Chick, you know, like, <laughs> maybe. But well, you might. Who like knows? Those, that era of films generally, yeah. Well, do you want to do the best and worst? And so, our best yeah. and worst rating system is what we do is we tell you three things, three reasons why you might want to watch this film, three reasons why you might want to avoid it. Okay. So I think one of the like top one of the top moments Jelly and Aaliyah in the club like being like you know they're kind of really like, fucking awkward. Yeah, like I like it because like I don't know yeah. like just seeing those two characters that representation like yeah nice um like my my background is I'm half my mom is Spanish oh cool and then my dad's background is like um half English half Chinese. And my, right. my, my grandma's from Hong Kong. So, like, seeing, like, a little bit of, like, parts of Hong Kong in that movie and, like, a little bit of Chinese representation, even though I don't feel Chinese at all, it was very cool to me. And nice. it kind of felt like I was, like, learning something somewhere deep about myself in a weird way. Um, and, like, a big fan of Michael Jordan at the time. Like, yeah, yeah. Love black culture. So, it's like, yeah, like, to me, like, them in the club together, like, dancing, these two op- very opposite uh people in the the storyline it's attract there's another tone Dude, of theme it's so right. cool to me it's right there we should have picked it up yeah like my facebook header for ages was like jet lee and Aaliyah in the club it. and it's like corny <laughs> as shit so but corny. i love it dude it's go on awesome. give me a couple more bests um the best uh uh like i really love the scene where so she, like the cars in this are cool like obviously the brother has an aston martin Oh yeah. Um, no, Jaguar. What are you talking about? Yeah, <laughs> he's, got, he's got an Aston Martin. At the beginning, there's a one of my favorite cars. It's a 996 Porsche Carrera. Oh yeah, um, nice. Like silver Cabriolet. Uh, loved convertibles as a kid. And then she has a C43 AMG Merc, which like it looks kind of standard as far as cars in the film, but like it is a cool car. And like they're kind of racing around. There's like motorbikes chasing them after they find like the dead oh yeah like chinese um waterfront property uh, that they run in the waterfront property dead and then there's like motorcycles chasing them with like uzis like, that's a sick scene I love cool that. scene yeah third one i mean yeah like just you can just say alia alia in general dude like yeah. just yeah she was close to one me. of mine actually I, I i went with like the action in general like action's great you just don't get it these days it's not as like as viscerally I yeah. think like you watch a movie like the raid or the raid two yeah. phenomenal films. And that's the closest we've had to this sort of really intense action for a long time. Yeah. Like it, it sucks that it's not there anymore. I want to see more of it in cinema. Yeah. I, I liked watching like the treachery unfold. Like I kind of knew where he's going. I kind of remembered, yeah. but I really liked being like, Oh, holy shit. That guy is literally Machiavellian in this. Like that's, he is. Yeah. It's literally his name. I, I liked watching it and, and yeah. I'd forgotten he was, and he's a know, prick in it. Yeah. I yeah. forgot his turn. That was really fun. Yeah. And I just said like, like it's a capsule of time. Like, it is. That's what I love. We'll about The nostalgia is crazy. Again. And yeah. like, there's so many good films from that era that give me that. Totally. And you're always going to be biased to the era you grew up in. And oh, I think absolutely. I like a young, like a total zoomer, TikTok kid now watch this might not enjoy it or they might think we love it who knows they might they might like it ironically 
Who knows? Yeah, exactly. All right, give me three reasons why you might not want to watch this movie. Well, for uh, like my realization now, the duration, I never realized it was that long. Yeah, it's long. But That's until I watched it again a, a few times recently, yeah, I guess it is long. And um, That's one of mine. The yeah, yeah, the length. Um, the uh, Also, I wanted to like, I was getting to the end of it and I really had to leave. Like I was like, I'm so late. And I was trying to put it on 1.5 speed <laughs> and there wasn't an option. And I was like, fuck, I just that's need to so get That's so funny, finished. dude. Yeah, uh, that's funny. Um, I was going to say like when like just uh, like some of the, like the stretches of reality, like yeah, you know, sure. he pushes him out the window and then lands on him perfectly like oh, on yeah. Smash. Like that, I think that doesn't happen. <laughs> it's pretty funny. You know, like, but that's not a reason to not it's watch Maurice. the movie, you know, yeah. Maurice, yeah. It's more oh, but it's, yeah. it's it's stretching your suspension of disbelief. I get that. Yeah, yeah sometimes yeah. you go a bit too far. Yeah, like him floating in the air for like half a second after landing, like with the holding the gridiron ball. It's like, eh. yeah, yeah. But that's, again, it's not a movie, reason to not watch the film, but like, I think if you're not really like into like R and B music from that time, or you don't really care about Aaliyah, or like you're not that into like I don't know, like martial arts. That's really specific. <laughs> it is specific. It's a lot of things. But it's kind of like if you don't like, yeah. um, you know, Italian uh, Thai fusion, you're not going to like this restaurant. Sure. It's oddly specific, but that's what yeah, the restaurant okay. has. Yeah, okay. You know? So, and I, I can't really think of another reason. That's all right. I love it too much. I, 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 went with the, I went with the pacing. I feel like it did drag a little bit at times. Yeah, that's fair. I said some of the stereotypes really didn't age well. Yeah. Some of them I'm a bit like, ooh, like, you know, now you wouldn't get away with that. Yeah. And the last one was just like, what the fuck were the police doing? Like, where were they? Yeah, where's the cops? Yeah, totally. Come on, that guys, do something. One. Yeah. So what we do now is we like to do our classic rating system, which is, is this better or worse than the most average yeah. movie we can think of, which is Aquaman 2018, which... Uh-huh. I won't tell my friend that. Holy shit. Yeah, don't tell your friend that, <laughs> who, who apparently knows Jason Momoa. Actually, you know what? Like, he's the only good thing in that film. Probably, Full yeah. Full stop. So, also, like, if you ever watch Entourage... Just the fact that Aquaman became a thing is we've just talked, kind of so we've meta. We've talked about that a lot. Okay, cool. It's so you, meta. I just wanted I, to call that out. That show at the time was fucking awesome. Have you revisited? Now it? it's terrible. I re I watched the whole thing. Loved it in the, as a kid, as yeah. a teenager. Watched it now, and I was like, Ooh, yeah. you can't say those things. Casual racism, sexism, the way a lot of sexism. Yeah, dude. Like, Not great. Yeah. Anyway, the ratings. This system. movie. Romeo Must Die. Better or worse than the most average movie of all time? Better for sure, yes. Oh, okay, yes. yes. I, like, I like where your head's at with this because yeah. there's a lot of nostalgia going on there. Yeah, yeah, but completely subjectively biased. Sure. I'm going to go the opposite way this this time. Okay, okay. And I'm going to say attract. it's worse in this moment. Okay. Because I got kind of like Vietnam-style flashbacks to the 2000s. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I romanticized the 2000s so much. Yeah. I romanticized it and then you think and I was like, holy shit, it probably wasn't. Probably wasn't anything. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. So what we do now is we like to do a little bit of trivia to our false. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to give okay. you a couple of bits of trivia from mm-hmm. the movie. And you have to tell me whether I'm lying to you or not, basically. So like... Okay, right. So three bits I'll, very I'll rummage to my memory best as possible. So, true or false. Jet Li actually hated the idea of having Aaliyah do the fight with a lady on the motorcycle. He didn't think it was realistic. Do you think that's true or false? Um... I would say that Jet Li. I would say Jet Li did did like it. You're right. He actually had the idea hey, of having Aaliyah yes. do the scene, so he actually thought uh, it up himself. He has four daughters. Ah, oh. I reckon he'd be biased to like a little 
cute female power moment. I like that. That's yeah. very cool. Okay. Trivia, true or false? Aaliyah was almost in a very different version of this story for 1996's Romeo and Juliet. Is that true or is that false? I would say that... I would say that's false. I can't see Baz Luhrmann, like, casting her. So she was considered for the role as Juliet in Romeo and Juliet 1996, opposite Leonardo DiCaprio. But she turned it down because she didn't think it was the right time for her to get into acting. Wow, really? Yeah, that's interesting, isn't it? She was like 16 then or something. I mean, Romeo and Juliet, they were supposed to be teenagers. True, also, true. Knowing what we know about her from R. Kelly. Um, <laughs> oh, dude. When I read about, about stuff like that, I'm like, don't oh, I talk can't about believe it. she spent too much of her life with Ta- him. Terrifying. He's such a bad person. Final one then. Let's end on a high. On a high yeah, yeah, yeah. We're not, I'm not going into that. We we talk, we talk This came up a little bit earlier, and I wanted to know if you know this. Yeah. Trivia true or trivia false? There was an alternate version of the ending of this film. Mm-hmm. In which Han and Trish go their opposite ways, so they walk away from each other. Is that true, or is that false? Um, I would say, I would say that sounds true. It's actually false. There was an alternate ending to the film, which was filmed where Han and Trish actually kiss. Oh, what? Cut because of audience scores. Really? Yeah. So. So they filmed that. Apparently, they filmed it. Yeah. If I wasn't already jealous of Jet Li, now I'm more jealous. <laughs> Look, ultimately, I had a lot of fun revisiting this. It was a bit long, but I had a lot of fun with it. It was no, a thank real you for giving time, the time of day, man. I appreciate it. Thank you for joining, my man. That was yeah. a lot of fun. Yeah, no, it was a lot of fun, and I I, I really uh, enjoyed diving deep into that, the memories and nostalgia, and nerding out with you. And giving me a, a chance to chat a bit about my art as well. I do sincerely appreciate it. Thanks That's a fantastic segue into letting everyone know again where they can find you. Yep. So you can find me. Um, Insta- uh, my at on Instagram is David Port Beckerfield. David P O R T E B E C K E F B L D. And yeah, if you anyone has any questions about 3D art design, anything, um, my DMs are always open. Amazing. Very, very happy. Mate, we yeah. really appreciate you joining. Thank you, Thank so, you so much. Thank you so much. And we appreciate you all for listening. If you've got this far, bloody well done because yes. <laughs> we've been talking for nearly two hours. Yeah. That's amazing Wow, stuff. there you go. You can find us guys at Podcast Symbol Instagram or thepodcastsymbol at gmail.com. Hit us up. Give us a five-star rating. DL would kill me for saying five stars. Give us a ring. We love it when you do. Give them the five stars. Give Don't let those. this man have to say it all the time. Just do it. Thank you, Mama. Get I your really phone appreciate out and just do it. it. Thank you for joining us, and we'll see you next time, guys. Tally ho. Thank you. Thank you.